Wake up, gamers, because you're listening to the Big Think Dimension with Dan and Bob Video Games. I'm really glad we could both be here. Right? It's not always. Chris Wolfhart. Smoke. <laughs> Dr. Agro. Smoke. Here on Gigaboots. Is this super liminal messaging? What is this? It's, it's liminal. <laughs> Not coming in too low or too high. It's right there in the pocket. It's also bit theft. <laughs> so that makes it cool. Oh, wow. You're so much cooler than Chris Wolfhard. When he said it, <laughs> oh, it was damn dumb. It. See, he's an idiot for saying it first. <laughs> what a tool. That's called the prisoner's dilemma. I'm very good at game theory. That makes me smart. Wow, you are so smart. Hello, everyone. Welcome to Big Think Dimension number 197. Uh, Bob and I played quite a few games last week. We played, what is this, Nier Automata, uh, Shadow of the Colossus, and Breath of the Wild. Man, how we get all those in there? I don't know. We we just mashed that into one game, and we played it last Friday, <laughs> and it was called Sonic Frontiers. Yep. It, it was really funny. You forgot, you forgot uh, Ikaruga. That's true. I figured that was covered in uh, Nier Automata because it was a very thrifty version of Ikaruga. <laughs> uh, that was that, that that was a good you stream. You also forgot Metal Gear Rising. That one for that one part. <laughs> yes, that is also true. Now, Dan, I've uh -huh. heard that Sonic Frontiers is a very bad game because of something about momentum. Okay, you've described a Sonic game. I don't. <laughs> I don't know what to tell you. Now, they do have an interesting thing where the open world has completely different feel from the cyberspace levels. We're ge so. we're getting closer to my ideal, which is no Sonic has times where he goes fast and the physics is devoted to that, and then he has times where he controls like a character in a platforming game. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. No, that that would be the ideal, right? You know, if only they made some sort of Sonic game on the Wii U where there was a run button and you used it to do cool wall running stuff. Let's, I'm sure that game would be let's, fine. <laughs> let's not get ahead of ourselves. First topic of Big Think Dimension number 197. Audience, should we buy an Xbox Series S? At this point, Microsoft has basically come to our front door and begged us. <laughs> As they're so, only charging $250 with a $50 Target card for free for buying it. And so part of me just goes, is it fair for us to say it's bad if we don't own one? People on the internet say it is. So is this some devious plan by you, Dan? What? To personally cause Microsoft to lose $250. <laughs> well, I'll never. Hmm. Because that is how much they lose on a Series S being sold for $250. Yeah, they did that article where they were like, we lose $200 on each. And I'm like, now is that when thinking of the MSRP? Or is that when you cut it down $50? Like, what is... Uh, but yeah, I don't know. I feel like we've done a pretty good job in the grand scheme of things having these consoles and trying the games by the respective owners on you know trying to trying to give representation to their games but we've sat here and based on videos and uh obvious really hard science maybe looked at the series s as a digital only console and gone that's not a great deal <laughs> you get it and then i'm like okay bob you have to review 
You have to be on the spoiler cast for Starfield using the series S. Yeah, that's the one he gets to play. I keep forgetting that it's digital only because that's insane. Yeah, that's the worst part of the deal for sure. Because it's hard to be like, oh, it's my kid's console when it's like, well, okay, your kid can no longer trade games at all. Uh, They can't buy used games. They can't trade in their games. It is economically not a great deal in that sense. I I guess because, again, the only time I've seen a Series S in the wild was Mm -hmm. with my nephews who both have one. They have their own. Mm. And then their parents just subscribe to Game Pass. I, that has that, to be that, the only way that works out, yeah. Right, that's the ideal in Microsoft's head. It's, it's the Game Pass box, <laughs> right? And then and uh, they and, and they use it to play Fortnite, or they <laughs> and and actually mostly play their Switch much much more. Yeah, that 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 checks out. Uh, Bob, by the way, for this Starfield spoiler cast, you're gonna have to play the Series S exclusively in your bedroom. Because oh, I it hear is, it is the bedroom console. That right. is the ideal environment for a Series S is the bedroom. <laughs> I'll get it hooked up to my CRT. <laughs> I could I could figure that out. <laughs> I could find a way. I, I tend to let the ins- the completely insane things that tech journalists say go. Because mm-hmm. but how out of touch do you have to be to say this is a great second console for your bedroom? Obviously, you already have a $500 console in your living room, but you need the $300 one in your bedroom. Uh, really out of touch to a point that's very upsetting to me. <laughs> but, you know. <laughs> I sit there, and if I buy a coffee from Starbucks, I'm like, I deserve to be thrown in a trash compactor. I'm not even human anymore. <laughs> like, just because that's expensive and a level of frivolity that i don't know it just feels like gross excess to me mm-hmm. a lot of things feel that way to me though i've been poor as shit most of my life <laughs> uh-huh. that'll do it yeah as it turns out so the notion of like well you have a 500 hundred dollar console for the living room and you a grown man child who presumably has no children have your own additional 300 hundred dollar console for the bedroom but i don't know for, for what i don't I don't know. You have a TV in your bedroom and it's 1080p. <laughs> like when they said this shit about the Wii U and they say this shit about the Steam Deck, like I can I can get it. I can get my head around it. Okay. Uh, how about a shittier version of the console you have for your bedroom? Oh. N- no, thank you? The fuck? <laughs> Yeah, like I got a streaming box for my bedroom because I want to watch something while I'm trying to sleep. I'm not going to try and play a game while I try and sleep. That doesn't make sense. Especially on a TV. Like, once again, you can make the argument for the Switch, the Wii U gamepad, or the Steam Deck as a portable you play in bed and Mm -hmm. hopefully do not wake up your significant other or partner or whatever. I once fell asleep playing Breath of the Wild and dropped a Switch directly onto my face. That's value. Yeah. Yeah, no, that's 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 a good wake up alarm. <laughs> For exactly 30 seconds after you fall asleep. <laughs> it's called a power nap. Yeah, it's a power nap, Bob. You're supposed to do a shot of Red Bull and then lie down in bed and try to fall asleep for 40 minutes and no longer. That's that's what a power nap is. That is actually recommended by experts. Like, no, the best time to take then this is serious. This is a real thing. They mm-hmm. they say the best time to drink coffee is right before you take a nap. Yeah. Huh. Oh, 
Oh, yeah. I, if there's I, an expert in this group on incre incredible, crazed sleep ideas, it's me. That was not a joke I was making. I was just touching into a horrible arc of, like, humanity. Some terrible touchstone of, like, you really want to min-max your day. <laughs> I believe the science behind it is that caffeine does not actually make you more alert. It blocks the receptors for the chemical in your brain that makes you sleepy. So you I, drink caffeine and then you take a nap, which clears some of that chemical out and it can't come back because of the caffeine. If I recall, it's also it takes your body a little bit to metabolize caffeine. Um, the reason why after drinking coffee, you have to use the restroom by and large, people have to use the restroom within a, a relatively short period of time compared to like how long allegedly caffeine takes to metabolize is it's like an enzymatic thing. It's almost like based on smell and other reactions it's not actually the caffeine that does that which is which is really strange anyway video games should we buy a series s we're gonna go to bob bob so it's 300 dollars normally is that no, right well allegedly but it's on sale constantly okay but it is 50 dollars off so it's 250 uh-huh and then on top of that a 50 dollar gift card so that way it's only 200 and 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 this is so that way nobody can say but you've never seen it. It's great, actually. That way we can see and quantify and understand at a, at a visceral level exactly it's what it's like, what that experience is. It's tempting. Now, the, the number one problem, I think, okay, the number one problem, I think, is that it has shit for storage. Oh, right. It's also got a small hard drive. What's wrong with them? Uh, yeah. They cut quarters. I don't know what to tell you. They cut yeah. corners and still lose $200 per, per unit. Yeah. I, uh, what was it? Uh, Digital Foundry has brought up yet again on DF Weekly the fact that like the largest problem with the Series S isn't the GPU power being worse or anything else. It's Devs are saying it's the memory bandwidth, so they cut too ba much back on that regard to put cheaper RAM in mm -hmm. and less RAM. Mm -hmm. uh, but once again, like how would we... You can't, you can't hear words and determine... Uh, an absolute truth from that you have to live every experience in order to judge it at all uh agro what are your thoughts no like <laughs> no if you buy a series s because those people say that shit uh -huh. they win they have already <laughs> won Hmm. You'll be like, aha, I told you. And you turn around and they're gone. That's <laughs> <laughs> true. It's like they were never real. Okay. Things things seem a little complicated. Maybe Chris, is this, is this should we or should we not? Is that No. <laughs> of course you shouldn't. What? And then you're going to spend $60 on whatever digital game to make it look fucking to run the potato version? <laughs> you buy a game on Xbox. You, they have Game Pass. We, we sign up buy for some Doritos, right? <laughs> we buy some Doritos. We get it for a month, and then Bob plays Starfield or something, and then and we shut it down. Look, well, it's a it's a Bethesda RPG. It's already gonna feel bad on console. You don't have to make it worse. But now there are only two consoles they have to design it for. So maybe <laughs> no, like that's ever stopped them. No, no, it hasn't. Uh. Well, it sounds like knows the answer, I guess. I, I guess we should move on to what we've been playing. I just, this was shot down very uh, hastily by everyone. <laughs>
Well, okay. I guess I'll uh, change what we've been playing. Hey, Bob. Hey, what's up? What have you been playing? Other than Sonic Frontiers, mm-hmm. I played a good chunk of God of War Ragnarok. Oh, okay. I, I don't also want... played a lot of that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I don't want to say too much about it because, you know, it's a big game. We can talk about it it's being just... an insanely big game. <laughs> I looked I have... up the how long to beat, uh-huh. and it said if you're just doing the story, it's like 20 hours. Okay. I'm 30 hours in. <laughs> yeah, I don't, be- I don't believe that. Yeah. I'm playing on hard mode, but I am also like 17 hours in or something. And it doesn't feel like there's an end in sight. It, it's hard yeah, to I, tell. I am, I am, I am about 17 hours in and I'm like, I don't know. It, I feel lost. At what point of the three act structure am I at? Yeah. They don't give you a, you are here in the story thing, which I like always you appreciate not having one of those. <laughs> but but normally your character has like an overarching goal, like Devil May Cry Five. It's like fix the tree problem, mm-hmm. right? In God of in God of War Ragnarok, it's so abstract what your goal is. It's like what what is it? What am I trying to do, and how close am I to it? <laughs> I, I think Bob's saying the fact that he doesn't feel like there's an end in sight in a game called Ragnarok. Makes this a deeply ironic experience. No, that's the worst part. Because you don't know if they're going to pull that trigger. <laughs> like, either way is, oh, of course they did it this way. <laughs> I, I like, oh. Like, like with any of these God of War games. Uh-huh. At any moment, an important character could show up and something happened. And that would be the trigger to the end of the game. Right. But, but allegedly, no but allegedly, they, they didn't want to do three parts for this, right? Which you is know? so relieving. I can play this without thinking about that potential for a cutoff. Let, let me, you know, parallel here, okay? Uh-huh. Uh, Bob and I are watching Total Recall on 4K Blu-ray. Good movie, great movie, amazing movie. <laughs> Which one? Uh, what did you think? <laughs> fucking, <laughs> I, I, I mean, tilt. I didn't even think of that, Edgar, because I forgot that existed. Yeah. Now, the sad thing is, he'll be valid when he says that in three weeks when I say, Bob and I have been watching Total Recall, and it's a different one. Uh, and I had this moment watching the behind the scenes, and this was all about the company that funded and produced uh, uh, Total Recall, uh, specifically Carol Co., or Carell Co., as everyone kept saying it, even though it's not an E. Uh and they sh- they're like, and then Caraco made this movie, and then they made this movie. And some of these are coming out of nothingness. Like, I've never once heard a person say this name. It's like, what do you mean it's Robert Downey Jr. teamed up with this other guy? What This movie, I've never even heard it referenced at all once, ever in my entire life. But as I sat here, and they kept rolling movie after movie out, I went, man. You know how good it feels to just watch a mid as fuck movies from like the 90 or 80s and it's just it ends unlike any streaming show. <laughs> it just feels good because it's like, ooh, we're going to just sit here for like 80 minutes and maybe it was good and maybe it wasn't. And it's okay because it's over now. Right. It feels like a completed story. How does that happen? Every streaming show basically feels like they spend the whole time pitching you on, hey, you should watch this. And I'm like, I am. <laughs> yeah, yeah, they're uh, like bad uh, open world games. They don't again, end when they're over. They end when you're bored. <laughs> again, like every streaming service director, every streaming show director, 
needs to have the quote from the boys director tattooed onto their fucking forehead where it's like, you're not making a fucking eight hour movie. You're making a TV show. Right. <laughs> it, you, you can't sit here going, well, we only really have to be good and exciting for like the climax at the very end. It's like, no, you're not. No, you don't. Uh, Total Recall is definitely worth a watch if you haven't seen it, audience. Uh, check it out, maybe. There's really good moments where you go, oh, here you go, The Matrix. Here you go, this. Here you go, that. <laughs> yes. It's pretty good. It also has nightmare fuel. <laughs> it opens on nightmare fuel. It does. <laughs> and then it has even more nightmare fuel. It's pretty good in that regard. <laughs> if, you, if you need nightmare fuel, it's got you covered. Hell, uh, we couldn't even have this conversation without a member of chat just being like, you're giving me nightmares. <laughs> Of course. But yeah, so so I, I don't know. It's hearing that they're not going to do, you know, Ragnarok and then another one seemingly uh, tying into the story feels pretty good in that regard because we have enough of that in the modern environment from all sorts of media of like the next time. It's going to be real. So is that is you get good. How do we spite him? I have not played it at all. Mm -hmm. I know nothing about this game because, man, this many years into my life, I have mastered the craft of not paying attention to anyone saying anything about a thing I'm interested in. Right. Mm -hmm. It's the same mechanism that allows me to not engage with donkey. <laughs> <laughs> oh, there's that word. I'm just going to zone the fuck out. Okay, we're good. All right. Yeah, that, that's how I avoided being spoiled on Danganronpa for a decade before I played it. Yeah, I just I'm going to play that someday to time to, for my eyes to unfocus because I see someone talking about it. <laughs> my my <laughs> eyes do the fucking lizard thing and swirl in different directions. Yep, you just start looking at the wallpaper. You're like, oh, this is a pretty nice house I'm in. It's your own house. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, how's that treating you? How is it? Is it good? With the game Rag, itself, Ragnarok. Yeah, you're specific... you're a huge chunk into that. <laughs> yeah, I'm 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 what. Last week, I was I was not far enough into the game to really say anything about it. Mm -hmm. This week, I am too far into the game to say anything about it. Oh, jeez. I can say things about the purely abstract combat. Oh? Um, so the first God of War had this fucking problem where they didn't have that many enemies. Yeah, there aren't a ton. And they they only really had, like, two story bosses and then two bosses you fought over and 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 over. Yeah, big killer man. In this game, they have like a completely unique boss every two hours, maybe less than that. Oh, that's awesome. They also have lots more enemies that do lots more different things. Mm -hmm. They're clearly differentiated visually and with sound from a distance. So you look at it and you know what everything is and what it does. You, you also start basically with every move you had at the end of the first game. Yeah, it feels a lot like that Doom uh, 2016 to Doom Eternal. Like just that big a leap in how much different things are happening. Yeah, and a little bit different to the pace of the combat too. Like, there's a lot more area to move around in the, in the combat areas and ways to move around the combat areas. Like they, yes, they now have hooks in the middle of the like in the ceiling or uh, easy ways to get up the places. Like, you just show your uh, your chaos blades into a wall and he gra grapples right up the wall. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I remember Agro. One of the first things he asked me about this game was he was like, "Hey, in uh, God of War 2018, when you did this, did the enemies do this?" And I'm like. 
you couldn't do that as far as I remember in God of War 2018. He's like, ah, and all right. <laughs> one of the only changes I'm not sure I like. Uh-huh. The heavy uh, axe attack in mm. the first game. It's just a big old chop right down. And yeah. then he like tears it through. Yeah, it feels good. It feels really good. Mm -hmm. In this game, it's been replaced with like a side chop, which doesn't feel as good, but it gets stuck in the enemy and like throws that in other enemies. So it's technically it more useful. Oh. oh, that thing, yeah. Also, it's really funny because it's like, I don't feel like fighting you. Off the cliff you go. Yes, That's that was, was the thing. <laughs> I was like, so I discovered a thing where uh, if you can kick <laughs> anything off of a cliff, it dies. Um, was that a thing in the first one? <laughs> like, Aggro, you couldn't kick shit off cliffs yeah, in the first one. <laughs> I don't think you could really move, remove anyone across an elevation and watch them plummet. I, I keep trying to compare it to stuff from Combat in 1, and then I remember that I really did not engage with the Combat in 1. Huh. I played one like a third-person shooter with the Leviathan Axe. <laughs> And I just, something about it didn't click with me, and I couldn't figure out what it, how it wanted me to play it. And eventually, I'm in the middle of Alfheim, and I just kicked the difficulty down to easy so I didn't have to deal with it anymore. Understandable. I, I kind of want to go back and try it, but I don't know if it's going back from this to that is going to be. Oh, no, smooth. I couldn't. <laughs> it might be illuminating. Because I remember, like, here's a shield. Don't fucking use it. Shield in this game is awesome. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's good. Oh, yeah, they added the, uh, if you parry the block just right, you, your shield glows, and then you can, like, hit them with the shield, and it does, like, bonus damage and stuff. I'm like, that's yeah, there's, new. There's, that's there's good. Is, it, is that new? I remember there being a timing-based block that caused a spark. Yeah, you got the, you got the, do the parry, mm -hmm. but you didn't get that extra. You can then punch them with the shield, and it does more damage. Mm -hmm. Okay, cool. There's, there's different shields that do different things with that energy yes. that you soak up. Oh yeah. wow! Like like there there's there are red attacks you have to dodge, and there are yellow attacks that you should dodge unless you have the big shield, and then you can just tank them. Ooh! Or, or you can parry them with small shield. Let, there's mm. a big shield that lets you do shit with red attacks. No yellow attacks. Oh yellow attacks. Okay. Mm -hmm. Oh wow! Yeah. yeah. No, um, that's cool. It is. It's real nice. <laughs> the improvements aren't just with the combat. Like a lot of parts of the first one that annoyed me are not here. Like, you're not climbing nearly as much in this game. No. Not a lot of climbing talk, no. <laughs> a lot of times, it, it, like, it, just it, like in the combat, they just, hey, show your chaos blade and you're up there immediately. Yeah, there, nice. there's, like, like people are like, oh, this clearly is still a PS4 game. There's squeeze-throughs and stuff. And it's like, there's so many fewer than in the first game. Like, there's so many, so much obviously less. This is the hiatus trying to get shit ready. Mm-hmm. Moments. A lot of the squeeze, they really just seem like they're marking off where the areas are. Mm. I mean, yeah, sure, there's probably loading taking place during it, but it's just because this is it's so weird how this game is structured because it's this big sprawling kind of open thing mm -hmm. that has levels. It's just the levels are always there. Like, like imagine if, if Super Mario World 1 had all of those levels just side by side cool. in a world and you go through them in order, you know, that the game tells you to, but everything's just there. Cool. Uh, it, yeah. it also the, the, this was a, this was a thing that bothered me a lot in the first game where it would it dumped you in that big huge hub which was the lake mm -hmm. which is, was the main hub of the game. Uh, this game doesn't have a main hub, but it has lots of smaller hubs. Mm -hmm. hmm. It'll literally tell you like, hey, we can go do the the real thing, or you can fuck around here for a while. Whatever. I'm like, well, I did want to find out. <laughs> <laughs> hmm. But the in the first game, a thing that happened a lot and would bother me is like, uh. 
Sorry, your light level isn't enough for these enemies, so all their attacks are unblockable and unparryable. Oh, God, Jesus. I forgot about that. Maybe we didn't even run into it because we just did the story. Yeah, but because because uh, that happened to me a lot because I'd be like, okay, I'm gonna I I want to I want to eat all the eggs, <laughs> so I'm gonna go all around the lake as much yeah. as they let me go around the lake. But it's like, oh, the, the, these guys are like four levels above me. I can't do shit to them. God, I forgot about that. That's why I just didn't do any of the optional shit. Like any any of the realm tears, any of the extra stuff, which I have and I have been eating every grain of rice. In yes, this I have been I have been doing that too, and I have not run up on any situation where it's like, no, this is too high a level for you. Come back later. And even if you're eating shit on the PS5, you reload from death so fucking fast. <laughs> it's true. Just run right back at that berserker fight. I was disappointed it, they didn't do the Miles Morales thing of get rid of all the boot logos when you reboot the game. Oh, yeah? Yeah, they don't do that. Are you sure that. you did an update in between? I've booted I know. it multiple times now, okay. so I'm pretty certain. Okay. I was going to say, yeah, anytime they update it, apparently they have to do that again just because of the way updates work. So, mm -hmm. okay. Uh, we had that discussion with Gotham Knights about how we hate, like, status effects in games, and I... And I realized, mm -hmm. no, it's only in bad games. Yeah, it's yeah. When they get it wrong, <laughs> they really get it wrong. <laughs> yes. Also, I, I won't say what they are, but Ragnarok has some unique status effects that are fucking cool. Yeah. I will tell you, I don't know if you guys or where I got it or how long I've had it. Um, you you get stuff, the uh, different rondels. I don't know what they're called. I think they're just called rons that you can put on your shield. It's just, you know, like... You get the pommels for your axe and your chaos. Oh yeah, plates. I have no idea when that showed up in the menu, but it did, and I was like, "Has have I had this for yeah, like I, hours?" I picked, or? I picked <laughs> it up at some point. I've got a thing to put on my shield where if I have a status effect on me, I double tap L one to do the shield slam, and it takes it off of me and puts it onto the enemy. Oh my god, what? It that fucking rules. really good. <laughs> yes, good lord, that's awesome. So. I, I think just to communicate this to the audience who's probably a wonder, we will have some sort of format where we have an extended conversation about God of War Ragnarok eventually. Right. If this conversation ends and you're like, they didn't talk about blank, understand that we will eventually. Uh, <laughs> Maybe it might be in mid-February when we get through the game. <laughs> I can't it's believe. apparently 150 hours long. I can't believe it was 180 hours long, you guys. <laughs> I'm excited. Gonna try so hard to finish it tonight. Because <laughs> Pokemon's coming out. Pokemon's coming out. I'm so mad. Yeah, I know. Yeah. I kept, I've been throwing hours into this. I thought I'd feel more close to done. This is fucking it, hilarious. It, it doesn't feel like I'm anywhere near it. I'm right? like, this game is, it's it got so much spectacle and it's so well produced. How is it this long? How is there this much great content? How do you have this much stamina? How do you keep introducing brand new characters? What's happening? Oh the last God. game had like yeah, five, that's, eight that, people. That, that, that's another thing that, that like, this game has a lot more characters than the first game. Mm -hmm. And even the ones from the first game, you're like, wow, this is like a, a cast of people that are interesting and I care about. Like, wh when the fuck did this happen? Yeah, the first <laughs> game was really good at setting the, them up, I think. And then that we have them plus more. Mm -hmm. <laughs> like, you spend the entire first game not running into anybody. Yeah. They just keep talking about everybody from this pantheon you might meet one day. Mm -hmm. Welcome to game two, motherfucker. <laughs> yeah, it really yeah. is a, this crazy, huge jump. Yeah, I, I like 
we so we saw this in trailer, so it's not as poor. But I like that you see a city at all. Mm-hmm. Mm. Yeah, you also travel to realms, unlike the last game where it was like you do it twice. And, and well, yeah. I mean, for the last game, it was even more special uh, in that case because it's just like uh, the, it's broken. It can't. I can't go to that realm. Yeah, you can show you a menu where the, all the realms are selectable, but none of them work. It's like you can go to these three. Yeah, there's also the, there's there's also much greater biome diversity mm-hmm. than the first the game. Svartalfheim. Uh, mm-hmm. Oh shit! I just realized I'm alone in this room. Um, <laughs> huge Riven energy. <laughs> oh. The, the 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 sand flats, the water, the color palette, everything. I was like, you know, this is really starting to give me. And then I got on a fucking mine cart that <laughs> took me to another section. It was like, yep, we're okay. Yeah, did I, it go y- through like pillars of stone or anything like that? Is it a deep no, network? You couldn't that, see okay. anything while you were in the mine cart, just a little bit out the window. Oh, serious! Wow. Oh my god. Yeah, I would not have thought of that because I actually have played a bit of River. So that's triggering some memories yeah. <laughs> about being very lost. That's awesome. <laughs> uh, well, did anyone else have anything else they wanted to get out before we move on to the next game and pick up this conversation further into the future? I'm good. Okay, well, then we'll transition to my game. It will definitely feel great in comparison. Uh, I played Valkyrie Elysium on steam uh it's an action game for people who don't know it's a normal action game that doesn't have uh 900 million dollars for the budget but it's still set in ragnarok i hear yeah that's my understanding Ouch. this god this game must have cost so much money oh yeah there's yeah. D- d- it mm, that game I'm like how did how did you make a mostly linear game that almost certainly has more money than horizon forbidden west <laughs> You know, they should just do that more over at Sony. I feel like that's where the real money is at. Yeah, this feels so much more engaging than the open world horizons. Like, if you can spend only a, like, a not significant more amount of money and get this, mm-hmm. good lord. I mean, it's yeah. it's it's really interesting to just see this level of production for anything linear instead of being an open world game or mildly linear. Kind of like The Last of Us 2 was the last time we saw something that was mostly linear. And that game looks like some super game. Because they get to bake in the lighting and do all sorts of tricks that you can't in an open world. This game actually reminded me a lot of Uncharted 4. Oh, wow. In, in different times. It was like, cool. Okay, yeah. Mm. That, it, it's sort of these dynamics working in similar ways where we change out certain things. It, it, neat. Cool. However, we're, we're talking about Valkyrie at least. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I was sent a code by Square Enix. I have to say this every 50 seconds, otherwise I get tased. <laughs> Uh, Valkyrie Elysium Game code on... provided by Square Enix. Yeah, let me find the button. I actually still have that thing lying around. Now it'll work. Provided by Square Enix. There we go. Anyway, uh, I got the Steam version. I was very interested in checking this out for anyone in our audience who is curious. I was also interested because uh, the PS5 version does not run perfectly and it looks a little blurry. So I was like, what does this game look like on my future GPU? I, I run a 4090 for anyone who forgot that I. Uh, did that with my life um it looks really sharp like really really sharp to the point where you can no longer look at the ps5 version and be like this looks good at all um so if you have a 4090 uh no the 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 game looks really neat the problem is that even on the steam version even the pc version of this game has like hitches and it doesn't seem like shader compilation a lot of the time it seems like 
bad scripting in Unreal Engine because a game event will prepare itself. Like, okay, you're going to enter this room and then something will happen. And that moment as you're sort of approaching the thing that'll happen, like an enemy appearing or a group appearing, they don't appear yet, but the game goes, oh, I need to prepare that. It just kind of stops rendering frames for a little too long and the frame cap is 60. So even though I'm running this future GPU that disgustingly doesn't even try to run this game at 4K, it still has hitches and stuff on PC that's unfortunate. I hope maybe someday that someone will make a mod that'll help with this a bit because I could see that happening. I could see that maybe because it is Unreal Engine 4. Making mods for it should not be that infeasible. Yeah, if it has a... If it gets community popularity, like, I don't know if it'll have enough people actually playing this. Yeah, it's not a fucking made. Sonic game. Right. Uh, that would be nice. Because elsewise, I enjoyed the entire experience. And now, we go to the other end of the spectrum with other Dan. Hey, guys, I played a game of Valkyrie Elysium on my Steam Deck. You all know how much I love my <laughs> oh. Steam Deck. <laughs> oh, man. That shit don't look like the same game at all. <laughs> It sure doesn't. <laughs> it really does not. Uh, on the Steam Deck, uh, that game helped me illuminate uh, some some shortcomings of the Steam Deck I had never viscerally experienced firsthand before, where I boot the game on a full battery, and it goes, hey, we can lock an even smooth 50 frames per second at 720p. I'm like, that's cool. Sure, it's portable, whatever. And it goes, and I will last 90 minutes. <sighs> What? I I took this out because I might be waiting for Tosh to do stuff. We went like on a shopping trip and I was like, I might have to wait while Tosh takes uh, longer to shop for like Asian grocery store foods or things like that. And I was just, this is me experiencing the Steam Deck as God intended. And it just was like, dude, you need to lower this frame rate. I'm going to die any second now. And I'm like, oh, the my air, God. The air conditioner was on. The car was playing your favorite music. <laughs> yes. And I had my favorite portable that you could hear from outdoors. You could be on the outside of the car and hear the fan. Uh, God. <laughs> this is a joke because, of course, I capped the frame rate because I started running out of battery fast. Uh, it said 90 minutes. Did not feel remotely close. Uh, I didn't realize on PC I'm using an NVMe M.2 SSD right it's mm -hmm. kind of like the PS5 it doesn't have the cool built in hardware decompression stuff for the PS5 but it's a fast SSD those load times don't exist on the PC I went to Steam Deck and I had to because I've spent so much time gaming on the PS5 come to terms with games need to load and so I was just watching it load, and I'm like, oh my god, it loads on PC at all. <laughs> yeah, it's still, it has fairly long load times on PS5, which oh, is so always it might even be faster. Really? Yeah. Okay, yeah, it barely takes any time to load on Steam. I didn't, huh. I just assumed the PS5 version would be about that fast. Frankly. I wish. Wow, okay. Um, yeah, Steam, on um, Steam Deck, the two, two, you know, you get a new ability in a game, and it's like, hey, I'm going to play a video, show you how that works this move you got this ability you got these menus you need to go through hey you need to set this up let me show you where in the menus you go to do that problem not one video worked it's just a black box in the middle of the screen mm. seems like such an amazing portable console 100 percent compatibility <laughs> 
Could you imagine if Valve said that? That would have been hilarious. That would have. Jesus. Uh, they would be taken to court. Yeah, they would have in record time. Uh, yeah, it's uh, not a great experience. And obviously, it's not going to look great compared to my 4090. There's no world where that was going to occur. <laughs> not even as big as your 4090. No, it no. isn't. <laughs> it's not even close. <laughs> not even close. You could stack four of them on top of each other, and then we could start talking. Uh, yeah, it was a really weird experience. This was my first time trying to legitimately engage with a, a larger meteor game that I had not played a, bit, a lot of before to completion on my Steam Deck. This mm -hmm. was the first time I attempted that, and I've just decided that it's not a great experience, and I never want to do that. <laughs> that is not something I want. <laughs> And I don't know why people want that, but all the more power to them. I don't I'm, think anyone wants to play the bigger games. Now. I think it really is. I play my my indie 2D games on this, but maybe I'm wrong. I don't know. Uh, I didn't try one of the other games because we. I actually got two codes from Square Enix. I can update this thing for the 10 seconds. I'm going to talk about this one because I'm really not ready to talk about it in any remotely comprehensive way. So I need to try Tactics Ogre Reborn on the Steam Deck because I need to know if, you know, that's not an action game. Right. Mm -hmm. I assume that would be fine other than looking at the visuals and being the, upset. The pixels, yeah. <laughs> well, I, once again, that's that code is for the PC version, so maybe yes. somebody can mod it and fix the sprites. Yeah, possibly that someone can that mod hasn't, it. That hasn't <laughs> happened to Grandia yet. No, but Tactics Ogre is like 200 times more popular than Grandia. I'm so not I, sure that's true. Grandia is not hugely popular. Neither Tactics is Ogre Tactics fans Ogre. Are, Tactics Ogre fans are crazy, though. <laughs> I, I think both have the same amount of psycho fans. I don't. I never run into like other crazed Grandia fans. I mean, I'll be clear. I only know about Grandia from y'all, and I only know about Tactics Ogre because of Eric. So. Yeah, I had. Uh, I, I, I imagine PCS. since I think I don't think the Tactics Ogre sprites are actually a filter. I think they're sprites that they just fucked up. Yeah, mm -hmm. yeah. Absolutely. I think that's probably easier to replace. You think the baked in art is easier to replace than a filter? Because that would yeah. be the reverse of the case. Because a filter, you can reprogram, you can redesign, you can rip it out entirely and replace it. Baked in art means you're going to have to regenerate every piece of art in the game and then no, they replace, can replace that replace sprite sheets. Right. But that's, that's still just, you're going to have to replace all these objects. You know, you're going to have to replace every troop from every angle instead of just a filter. Uh, yeah, I don't know. I'm hoping that occurs. I need to spend more time with this game. It seems like they have done a great job with it outside of the visual aspects of the pixel smoothing and all of that. Right. It seems like they put so much effort and love into this version of it additionally that it just feels tragic in the grand scheme of things. But I'm going I'm to throw more time into that sometime. Trademark. Soon. Oh, yeah. Basisscape did the soundtrack. Yeah. Which makes sense. Right. You know. I just wasn't sure they would do it and get get them back and have a re-recorded soundtrack. I thought they might just use something old. Yeah. Well, it might be from the PSP version. I haven't played that version. Oh, it might be. Yeah. As for my experience with Tactics Ogre, I watched uh, Retro Island Gaming play through the entire Super NES original. And then I also played Final Fantasy Tactics, which I, as I understand it, 
is superior to the SNES original version of this Tactics Ogre game, but maybe not as refined as the PSP version, which came out way later. <laughs> right. I'm, I'm really hoping that we get... I mean, I, th I think Final Fantasy Tactics was in that fucking NVIDIA leak. Yes, so this for Final was. Fantasy Tactics should be showing up soon. I think... I think every but all all tactics fans are like PSP version would be great if it didn't have to load so much. Yeah, no, the PSP version looks great. Mm -hmm. um, the iPhone version would be great if it worked like with a normal controller and shit. Right. Um, yeah, you could just give us the iPhone version with controller support, and most people would be pretty happy. Let's see if they do that. Yeah, or if they yet again smudge over all the pixels. At a certain point, it's like uh, Square. I'd rather you just remake it in Unreal Engine like you did Crisis Core than <laughs> ruin these two D art assets. Right, because that would give us something new to experience, and that would be really neat. Yeah, I keep my fingers crossed for that two HD two D version of it because that would be amazing. That that pro probably oh, would be so the many peak. There's so many HD 2D th version things I would want before Tactics, though. Like I, people I already say, got mine announced, Dragon Quest 3. <laughs> yeah, but people say, like, HD 2D Chrono Trigger. I mean, and that I would be great. salivating. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that's the only one I would want before ta Final Fantasy Tactics, but I'm a Final Fantasy Tactics sicko who doesn't want to see this much version. <laughs> or even, just, or even mm -hmm. just HD 2D Final Fantasy 6. Yeah. Yeah. There's so many. They'll probably do so many of these just because it's like, we have the game already. Right. And we Square... have to voice act it and make new music and, and put it into this engine. But all most of the work is still done. Square's not like Capcom. Capcom goes and they make like, here's our old thing and it's available again. Mm -hmm. And then they just stop doing that for a long time. And then it comes back again. And they're like, here's Battle Network Collection. Okay, bye. Like, the only time they've consistently released a thing of that type is Street Fighter. And then, as an addition, when they ran out of Street Fighters, they did Darkstalkers. In <laughs> uh, things that are, like, the arcade collections they do. But you don't see them be like, here's our SNES game. We brought it back. It's repackaged. It's so good. I haven't seen my, my son Breath of Fire since the PS2. <laughs> Please. Yeah, it's bad. Yeah, that's not true. There was a P. There was a Breath of Fire game on on PS2, and there was a that mobile thing that they called Breath of Fire Six. They sure did, and they should be tried for that crime. And I and I I, I think the the thing about Breath of Fire Six that gets me the most is the protagonist has red hair. <laughs> that, How dare that, they? That, that sounds so ridiculous, but it's like it's not. No. I know it's not. It sounds ridiculous, but it's like. No, you you fucked. It it would be like if Nintendo farmed Mario out Mario out to somebody, and they're like, and they reversed the color of his overalls versus his his shirt. Right. Yeah, he's got red suspenders and a blue shirt. Uh, yeah. Anyway, that's it for the Square Enix talk for me. Hey, hey Bob, did you play anything else? Um, I played trying to install the 1080Ti. <laughs> For people who don't know, Did that was win? my former graphics card. We replaced mine with the 4090, and we we're like, "Bob, you can just use this." And he's like, "Oh, that's great." Was it great, Bob? It was not great. <laughs> what happened? <laughs> All right, so I get my PC open. I realize it won't even fit in my case. First off, but my case, fortunately, has parts I can take out, brackets I can remove that hold hard drives. <laughs> 
So I have to move my everything around my whole case to move the hard drive to different places. Turns out my body has bones that are like holding my organs. I can just remove those. Um, so I got all that redesign and rework that took like an hour or so. Uh-huh. I get the card in. I'm like, oh, this is going to be fine. Everything's going to be fine. <laughs> I boot it up and it starts revving the fans on just the GPU to max for no reason. Yeah, it would be perfectly fine for a bit. Mm-hmm. And then out of nowhere, it would go, ah! And I'm like, Bob, it didn't do that once in my system. What is going on over there? I don't know. And I've had this problem before with my, with my previous GPU. Uh-huh. But I just cleaned it out and it was fine. Because I guess it was actually just overheating. Mm. But this is just, it registers 50 degrees Celsius and then it just maxes out the fans and just like, I'm, I'm just going to do this forever. So... So is, are, is your case just like a, a dust cloud or like what, it, what is I fully cleaned it out just a, like a less than two months ago. And I, when I opened it up to look at this, it looked fine still. Hmm. So I don't know. You got the dust traps because um, your case has those. those I got plastic. those. I got those a few months ago. I got dust traps out and I went. But, but you cleaned those. Right? But I cleaned those. OK. Yeah. OK. Yeah. Um, and they're not just fully clogged again. I don't think they're fully clogged okay, again. I okay. didn't double check those. I could. Yeah, I have no idea. Something is not going right over there. Right? Because you you didn't... You you bought that... I'm trying to remember how you got that case. This case I bought was the last motherboard I bought. Okay, but which, so you bought it a la carte. It was not yes. a part of a pre-made. Right, it was not a part of a pre-made. Okay. I, didn't, I didn't fall into an I buy power thing again or anything. Hmm. Um, but I have been looking up case reviews to maybe replace the case and see if that helps. But at the same time, I'm like, ah, that's a ton of work. Mm-hmm. So I might. And also cases, unlike a lot of things go on sale around this time of year, all of them are above MSRP right now. Oh, so Ooh, that's weird. I might just hold, wait out until they come back down to MSRP. Assuming that occurs. Assuming that occurs. Yes. I mean, we're in an inflation economy. Mm-hmm. I don't know if they're coming back down or they keep going up. Yeah. Um. At the same time, though, Bob. Yeah, a good case will last you for fucking ever. Yeah, for sure. So, at least there's that. At least there is that. What kind of a weird thing to say when he's shopping for a new case? I'm just, I'm just saying, like you bite the bullet on the inflation once, assuming that it gets worse from here, and you get to sort of like deal with that, like more meaningfully, like just be like, well, this is gonna last me for ten years at least, easily. Meanwhile, yeah. most computer parts, no, absolutely fucking not. Just make sure it'll fit that 4090. <laughs> yeah, just make fucking sure, dumbass. Um, <laughs> the funny thing is the 1080 Ti is not, in my opinion, a huge GPU. Like, it's kind of big. It was it's very huge compared to my GPU. <laughs> well, that's fair. You were using a 1060. Yes. Yeah. But yeah, I don't know. Like, it never occurred to me as an absolutely massive beast of a GPU. It was kind of... I guess on the on the on the full spectrum, it was on the the right half on the size. I, I remember slider. it being chunky when it came out. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. Once again, I, I've been rocking this gigantic case for so long. Uh huh. And I didn't exactly buy my case like was doing full research and everything. It was kind of just it's in the price range and it looks nice. Yeah, and it's from a, a brand I trusted, which I believe was Cooler Master. He I believes. <laughs> I trust this. It that, might have been I, I, a thing I know. When I was ordering, <laughs> I knew for sure. Yeah. Oh, but no, I, I get it. Yeah. I get it. 
Yeah, no, I got Cooler Master for mine, and frankly, I've been really jealous of the Meshify stuff yeah, for look, years. Looking at those uh, Meshify 2 and things made by what is it, Fractal Design. Yeah, those, Fractal those, Design. Those look pretty nice. Mm-hmm. It's really weird hearing the Gamers Nexus case review videos coming out of his side of this living room. <laughs> I'm like, why is Steve on the wrong side of the... What's going on? Did you make sure to say thanks, Steve, when he told you something important? <laughs> this is my favorite <laughs> meme on that channel. What? There's an important person at Intel called Steve. So they did a whole press... They did a whole, like, E3 panel event thing where every time a transition ended, a different Intel employee would go... Thanks, Steve. And since the host of Gamers Nexus is named Steve, they have been writing that out for months now. It has been so good. Back to you, Steve. <laughs> anyway. So, you're just going to wait? Uh, probably. I'll, I'll keep an eye on these prices and see what happens, because okay. I don't really want to spend $160 for a case, but I might. Yeah. Yeah. Understandable. And a lot of the cooler cases that have better airflow are like, there's room for, what is it, two SSDs and one hard drive? And I was like, that's not enough room, guys. I'm sorry. Yeah, that's really weird. <laughs> that part's weird. Yeah, I'm like, come. I know that a ton of them have been moved, which I, I'm not familiar with modern case design. I didn't know that almost all hard drive and SSDs got moved to the back panel, like the back side of the PC. Yeah, they don't, which is crazy to me. It makes perfect sense. It does. Because of the airflow. But I'm used to that being the side you never have to open because it's just it's just there. It's like, mm -hmm. no, don't do that. <laughs> but that kind of makes it, in a sense, if it's mounted well and accessibly, that makes it the easier side. In fact, my, my case is like that technically because mm -hmm. uh, the front bays are turned that way for the hard drive section. Huh. Yeah, my disk drive section, the top few are turned towards the front. But then all the rest of them, hard drives in the bottom, like six bays, mm -hmm. all turn to that wall. Which makes sense. It makes it easier to access than like digging in and disconnecting it from a bay. In fact, it's easier to mess with that than it is my SSD bay, which is on in the middle. You know, it's in the middle of the main area of this case. Right. But yeah. So you're not you're you're just going to wait. OK. Um, and the other thing I'm going to be having to because during this whole process, I found out. Windows just keeps eating more and more space. Yeah, it's an so, operating system. So I have two small hard drive partition for it. Mm -hmm. So I ordered a new SSD to put, reinstall Windows onto that. So mm -hmm. I'm going to have to reinstall Windows. I'm going to see if that makes it, the GPU not ramp up like crazy. <laughs> because it could be a problem with the, all of the Windows install. I don't know. Mm. Anything could go wrong. Yeah. But I found out it was taking up too much space because when I tried to install the drivers for the new um, video card, it was literally like, I don't have, uh, I can't install. There's an error. I won't tell you what's wrong. I will not tell you what's wrong. In and no it ended world. up being that the C drive had no space. Yes, the C drive had filled itself with Windows updates. Just to be clear, and I'm sure you probably are aware of this by now, it, it hasn't made sense to have two partitions for an OS drive in a very long time because of how Windows 10 and... I don't think Windows 7, but Windows 10 and newer deal with installations. You cannot just simply format that one partition. Oh, no. And reinstall. Like, it's, they're so sensitive and finicky that it just, it's not that simple. Yeah. 
so I probably shouldn't have ordered as large a hard drive an SSD as I did. Eh, I should probably return that you and be can, like, give it, me give me a one terabyte. I mean <laughs> it'll just be Windows. Oh, did you order a two terabyte? Yes. Oh. Okay. Yeah, you probably should have done. Uh did you play anything else, Bob? No, that's it. Okay. Uh I feel like I played something else. I played more Harvestell. Not going to talk about it this week. Uh, Agro, what you been... Right. We covered that. <laughs> hey, Chris, what you been playing? Uh, the, the, thing, the same things that we already talked about and Sonic Lost World. <laughs> I was like, Lost World? You mean Frontier? Oh, wait, no. He means Lost World. <laughs> so uh, a, a lot of times on this podcast within the past month... Um, while discussing Sonic, I made uh, jokes that were to the effect of there was like 15 years where Sonic games were just the same shit over and over, except Lost World, which is the same shit for Mario. Uh, that was wrong. It also is the same shit from Sonic over and over because they, mm -hmm. they will just plop it into levels that make no sense. Like this level has the you're running on a nut and making it go up a bolt thing from Metropolis Zone in Sonic 2. No reason. It's just yeah. in there. It is Sonic. It's a classic Sonic iconography. Have you ever have you ever had a, a played played a game that had a lot of cutscenes and you're like, stop that, <laughs> and, uh, and not not and not in the sense of Metal Gear Solid Four where they're like unending and pummeling you, but yeah, more in the sense of every single time there's a cutscene, I hate you. <laughs> I mean, that's kind of like our prerogative on this channel. We check out a bunch of games that make us feel like that. <laughs> it, it's gen. hard to over like like here's every fucking cutscene in in Sonic Lost World. One of the deadly six, again, the worst additions to any franchise perhaps ever on a character front. Whichever one of them is currently fo being focused on shows up. Uh, they say something related to their one-note Saturday morning cartoon personality. Like, one is girl, so she talks about her nails. Mm -hmm. And when her boss fight starts, she says, no flowers? Mm-hmm. Mm. Or there's the one who is fat. Mm-hmm. Or there is the one who has depression. Mm-hmm. Oh, and there is the one that is, a, uh, that is an elderly Asian stereotype. Okay, you oh. finally named one I don't know. You gotta have that. <laughs> yeah, there's there's a there's a tiny little blue one who has like the staff with the with the big knot on the end, and he talks about uh, lessons and has like a really big Fu Manchu esque mustache. What is the name of these guys again? The Hateful Eight. <laughs> uh, so so they show up and say something related to their terrible stereotype, and then Sonic says a slur, <laughs> and that's every cutscene. Cool. Seriously, what is the name of this group again? Something six, the deadly, deadly six. Okay. six. Okay, one uh, moment. And, and, and Zavok, the leader, is, is Bowser. Yeah, no, I mean he's pretty Bowser core. I mean, uh, Dan. I mean, when you beat him in his two D boss fight, he gets gigantic, and you have to run from him exactly like New Super Mario Brothers. What? <laughs> yeah, that's just confusing. <laughs> Hmm. And of course, this game has 2D boss fights. Why wouldn't it? Jesus. Oh, most of the, the majority of this game is in 2D. 
They, Sonic Team needs the all rights to making 2D gameplay revoked from them. <laughs> That's the only way to make them learn. Like, oh, like wow. I, I, I'm pretty sure pound for pound, minute for minute, there is much more 2D stuff than 3D. I'm losing it looking at this image of this. This 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 was the one guy in the Deadly Six I did not know existed. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. I, yeah. Six. Uh, oh, that that's the only one I remember. <laughs> I'm 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 really curious to see the original concepts of these characters because originally they were supposed to be Oni. Okay. And at some point they got changed into weird aliens. I presume at the request of like Sega of America, because this came out in like the peak of like, no, Sega of America is running the Sonic franchise right now. Because this was like in development right before Boom. Oh, I was going to say, how did this start development during Sonic 2? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, Zavik still has horns. Do the rest of them have horns? They no? all have horns. All of them have horns oh. somewhere. Okay, yeah, okay, so I but, bet that... But I, mm. I, I, there must have been some part where they looked more like Sonic characters and also maybe had personalities that weren't borderline offensive. I don't know about that. It feels like all these designs are designed specifically around being offensive. <laughs> uh, this game controls maybe worse than any other Sonic game. Mm-hmm. That's, you, that's a high bar. It is. Have you ever, like, this is, this, it was on the Wii U, so technically it's a seventh gen game. Oh yeah, it absolutely is. Fuck anyone but who this, wants to say the Wii U is not a seventh gen console. It just is, showed up this, late. This is more of a seventh gen game than I think any of the other seventh gen Sonic games are, because it has that feeling that you get in the back half of a seventh gen game where it's like, it's time to be difficult where the game is now fighting you actively. Oh, it, it, God. When a game is challenging, the game's actually working with you, like it's giving you the tools to solve these problems and you get to have fun by overcoming something. Mm -hmm. This is like running now feels bad. <laughs> it, it feels like the game has put weighted clothing onto you. That's how Sonic Lost World feels. I... I trust you. We need to establish this. I trust you wholeheartedly. But I can't look at what that game looks like and go, that has to be one of the worst Sonic games in the last 10 years. Like, it feels weird. I, because and yet I, it is. And I know, and you've been very consistent in saying that, and I still just don't believe it. So if you ever see me stream Lost World and I look unhappy, know that I, I lost all hope in that cave. <laughs> because I still just want to go, I'm going to play that someday. I'm going to have a good time. This is going to be neat. This is going to have like Mario stuff in it. It looks cool. Runs well. Look at all these things it, that I'm checking these boxes. It seems pretty cool in here. I don't know. I, th I think every mechanic it has is bad. <laughs> My God. Like you, you have the homing Jesus. attack. Mm -hmm. But you also have a kick that you do instead of the homing attack. That's true. Yeah. Um, and a lot of enemies will pound your dick if you do the wrong one. <laughs> mm. Including bosses. Which, which are <laughs> largely jokes, but then sometimes it's just like, what do you want me to do? The, 
there, there's mul there's multiple parts of this game where I'm like, how did you ship this? This just doesn't work. <laughs> um, there, there, there's a minecart level that is like 10 minutes long and is try to do this fucking it, it's a minecart, but you're you're grinding on the rails. But there's other minecarts, and if you touch any of them, you die instantly. Okay. <laughs> it's like it's like we made a terrible Donkey Kong Country level. Also, we this segment maybe has the worst physics of anything in a Sonic game. That's impressive. I don't yeah, know. Yeah, that's such a high bars. <laughs> Holy yeah, shit. I it's 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 so difficult. It's so like I think maybe the mm -hmm. 2D the the classic Sonic stuff in forces is worse than the 2D stuff here. But oh, the the 3D stuff in this is definitely worse than the 3D stuff in Forces. So it's this weird nightmare. <laughs> <laughs> it, this feels like, this feels like, here's what this feels like, okay? It feels like, I was like, yeah, I had to stop watching Dragon Ball GT because, you know, that terrible character that's a, that's a pedo showed up and and Chris is like, oh, it gets worse. So I'm like, how? There's, he was a pedo. And there's like, well, there's the pedo that says a slur directly into the camera. Like, that's how this feels, where I'm just like, no, that was the bottom. And, and Chris, this whole time, is just like, no. <laughs> no. And then it gets way worse than forces. <sighs> People like in the chat forces don't know about dull talkie. <laughs> anyway. The forces versus Lost World thing, is it's so hard to say which is worse. Yeah. Because... Forces at least felt like them going, we should at least try to make a Sonic game, like, in the sense that there should be characters that look like they're from a Sonic game, and mm -hmm. we should could, we should at least try to lean into anything anybody likes about Sonic. They failed in every regard. It's all bad. But at <laughs> least the intent, at least they started with the right intent. Look... When I look at Forces in Lost World and, and, and I sit there and go, I sit there and think, Lost World has a Borg version of Tales. Forces doesn't have a Borg version of Tales. Ergo, Lost World must be a better game. That simply must be the case. Oh, God. This, I'm so sorry you played through. Did you beat it? Oh, yeah, I beat it. That game's not very long. The game's like four wow. hours long. Wow, yeah. I always every, assumed every, it was longer than the others. Oh no, every Short, Sonic game, you know? every Sonic game between Unleashed and Frontiers is two to four hours long. Wow. Yeah, they're all really short. Damn. Which means they're good. Because if you had a bad experience that's shorter... No, we can classify them as walking simulators, and therefore they're above criticism. Ooh. Lost World doesn't even have... It doesn't even have the fucking colossal crutch that forces and colors and unleashed and generations have. Well, unleashed is a normal length game, but all the others have where it's like, we rank you at the end of the stage, so that means there's replay value. Our game doesn't have to be long. Mm -hmm. This That's doesn't even works, have that. Right? <laughs> it, but it does have the red ring coin things, right? Yes, it does. Okay. And if you get them all, you get to be a really terrible feeling version of Supersonic. 
<laughs> uh, also, it has the last exact same final boss's colors. Like, it looks different, but mechanically, it's identical. Oh, right. They also bring back those dumb aliens from colors, don't they? Wisps. Wisps. Yes, all of them are broken. None of them work right. Then, oh, cool. I hope we never uh, see a wisp again. Well, so do I. Uh, we're in then, Frontiers, then, so we can hope. They, right. And were they even mentioned in Frontiers? I don't think no. they were. I don't think no, so. they mentioned fucking literally everything <laughs> but wisps. Even the Deadly Six. <laughs> I hate that and then, so uh, much. <laughs> That's and then, fair. And then Forces also has the same final boss as Colors that has identical mechanics to Colors. They did it three, they did it three times. So, so you know, I, I just want to go out there and say maybe don't get upset sonic fans if anyone says the sonic franchise has stagnated and been creatively bankrupt for a while now like maybe maybe understand i, I, I feel like when even Cybershell puts out his sonic frontiers video and is like thank god it's not a boost game thank god it's not a boost game thank <laughs> yeah. god it's not a boost game. Yeah. it was so much of the video and i was like mood absolutely i get it <laughs> it's how it feels no i know i just my, my heart goes out to people who play Sonic games. <laughs> I, I dropped off at Ann Knuckles, and I've just been riding that high ever since. Sonic Adventure 1 and 2 are fine. That's what people keep telling Sonic me. Sonic Adventure but 2 saying, is... People keep telling me that waist deep in the tar pit, all right? <laughs> like, no, just go up to your ankles. It's fine. <laughs> no, Sonic, for, Sonic Adventure 1 and 2 are actually fine. They are, yeah. I genuinely, as time continues, uh, I've only become slightly more kind to those because it's a bell curve, like an inverse one, where it's like then and now, and in the middle, I was like, actually, they didn't age that well. And then I saw more examples of how bad they could have been, and I became more generous over time. Where I'm just like, actually, no, they look. Another Sega made a different choice than Nintendo, where Nintendo made one of the best feeling games of all time that will that will age gracefully forever with Mario sixty four. Mm -hmm. Sega went more in a presentation direction, which was really cool then, and but maybe did not age so great long term. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, that's yeah. It's but that's that's still that's still a lot better than every Sonic game in the past fifteen years where they didn't try at all. There yeah. was negative levels of trying. Yeah, it feels really weird to look back on everything since Unleashed and be like, did you just did a witch cast a spell and said you can't try this hard ever again like did that one sell super bad or something because you put a giant werehog on the cover and, that you, and you haven't it hasn't occurred to you that it had nothing to do with anything else in that game other than there was a giant werehog on the cover and it I, ran at I 20 frames per second when i you did honestly combat. think like i don't know i i i always think that sega's problem has been they are too receptive to criticism because it's like well people well we don't we don't because that was a big thing Oh, we only want to play as Sonic. I don't want to play as any other of these characters. People like there was there are you can go back to 2002 or 2001 when Sonic Adventure 2 Battle came out on the GameCube and see Penny Arcade comics where they bitch about that. Or it's like I only want to play as Sonic. Yeah, no, it's true. Penny yeah. Arcade and, has said some head ass fucking things and so, coincidentally and then, and this is doing was, that. And then there was uh, you know, 06 which blew up real bad and became a big to do so they're like well okay you'll only make you play a sonic it's like we don't want these werehog levels we only want sonic and it's like well now the games have to be four hours long i guess okay i will give you retro sonic you like that it's like nobody liked that 
<laughs> Hi, hello. I like retro Sonic games. This is basically a slur to me. Stop putting this in fucking games. The physics don't feel good enough. Like, that's that's funny because, in, you know, I'm not going to talk about it in detail here because we will uh, talk at length about Sonic Frontiers elsewhere. Um, I think one of the major down notes of Frontiers is when they have a 2D cyberspace level. Because <laughs> the 3D ones I, I have fun with. I enjoy those. I, there's some... There's some of them that I think that lean into like, we're not trying to be classic Sonic. Here's some cool thing you can do with all your movement, mm -hmm. which are better. But then there's a lot of ones that are just like, no, it's a bad feeling classic Sonic level. Sorry. Right. Yeah. Uh, like, <laughs> I think the most pitiful thing in Sonic history, the absolute most pitiful thing, was the run up to the announcement of Sonic 4. Yeah. Oh, God. Where, where they had the where they had the whole fucking press thing like which of these characters will be playable in this game? It's like only Sonic. That's how it should be. Chris, we're good friends, like, but like I've been engaging with Sonic heavily over the last week, and I've been blessed that no one brought up Sonic Four until you just now. <laughs> I was just like, I, I, I have to great. bring it up because that that press cycle was like the peak of. We don't know what the fuck we're doing or why anybody likes anything we make. For some reason, we only look at the things people who already hate us say. Yeah, they, they, you said that thing about their respective or receptive to criticism, but it's from the worst people. Like they take the worst ideas. It's, it's <laughs> depending on how you interact with the internet. Sonic doesn't have a fan base. It just has an angry mob that buys its games. <laughs> people are pretty jazzed about Frontier. Mm -hmm. It's been good. It's because, been good to see every, so much positivity. It's, it's, it's been so funny to see the flip like a light switch from mm -hmm. people who defended the fucking Dark Age from, from Unleashed to this. Be like, no, no, I, I don't have to pretend anymore. All those games were trash. <laughs> it's been a moment as somebody who didn't necessarily ever have a moment where they uh, excused those games. It's been a moment seeing that happen. Yeah. Yeah. It's like, it, it would be like if Bob had been all in on DMC, the DMC, until DMC 5 was announced. He's like, no, that's not a real game, it's trash. <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> at, least, at least that was only like, no, I guess that was still a decade. Yeah. <laughs> oh my God. I'm so glad, I'm so glad 7th shit is over. <laughs> Uh, that's all. Well, that's all I played. Okay, let's get to uh, that. Oh shit! That oh. means it's time for. Oh, oh no! Oh. Ow! Oh, oh, really fuck. loud pod lords. <laughs> really oh fuck! Really loud pod lords. Pod lords. Oh lock! It's pod lords. Yes, that's right. Oh fuck! It's the Podlords. Uh. Podlords, such as E. Lee Broyles, Corey Brown, Bone Appleton, Red Blaze Twenty Seven, <laughs> Suzu Shiro, Emperor Zero, Shiba Yagato. Sonic Frontiers review: Adraco fucking loves Sonic. <laughs> <laughs> Oh fuck! 
It's the unsuspecting tyrant <laughs> double-decker beat fort. Yeah! Yeah! <laughs> Fortify. <laughs> so powerful. <laughs> what under what shades of wonderful remastered? <laughs> WTF, Spider-Man. The Pat Jormungandr oh, haunts no, me no, still to this no, day. No, oh, no, mm. no, no. Speaking <laughs> as an enormous fleshy thing with a patchy red beard, we shouldn't exist. Yeah, if you, <laughs> put, if you put glasses on, if you put glasses on it, it'd be the aggro Jormungandr. <laughs> yeah, wow, that's what what an easy editor. <laughs> B and twelve. Unsuspecting. <laughs> <laughs> Both sides. <laughs> I feel so safe tucked between them. <laughs> DFW 3K. Me, when I find out episode 7 of Gundam Witch was delayed because of a golf game. Fuck, is that why it's not out? Oh, wow. Yes. That's insane. Were they playing golf instead of making it or what? <laughs> I guess. Mew follows the Modern Warfare 2 school of <laughs> conflict de-escalation. Welcome to the Mew War Criminal Arc. It's a good thing uh, Mew to calm down after that. <laughs> Press L Mew to de-escalate. <laughs> Mewtwo's like, I'm gonna start shit again, and then the drone just comes in behind him. <laughs> oh no. Kristen. Mariah Carey whack, Padaru's whack, Karnov is tight as fuck, cause it's Karnovember, baby! Kyle Bjork, Iron Aggro, Blid to Blue, Slid to Poo, Monster Hunter, Ryzen and Raiden, Florida Region Grass Starter, Mossum? <laughs> fuck, that is dope. Sign me up. <laughs> Please. I'm begging you. Mossum is so good. How can we have? We don't have a Mossum, or a possum Pokemon, do we? At <laughs> very least, we don't have one called Mossum. Well, no. they, they tried to design one, but it, it turned out to be impossible. Oh, uh -huh. yeah, there's not. I, I can't believe there hasn't been one yet. Cooper Tank, picture of Bethesda's PR department defending Marty Stratton. Hmm. 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 Me, staring at my backlog of games for 2022. <laughs> Just like me for real. <laughs> Aggro, make the double peace sign. I'm going to run to game of the year and come back one second. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck AAA games. Or I added games. I guess it could be AAA anything. Support indie devs. <laughs> Fuck this car rental place. Support indie devs. <laughs> <laughs> huh? Insane, but sure. Indigo Sykes. Drive typecast. Good job on the Splatfest, Squirtle Squad. At least Fire didn't win. <laughs> Florida Region Firestarter Methane. <laughs> Poison Fire, I'm Florida down. Florida Region Water Starter Splatcoon. <laughs> oh, yes. I'm, I'm picking Splatcoon for sure. Oh, that thing's got to smell <laughs> awful. <laughs> Just had a skunk one, and that's the one I think is gonna right. smell bad. <laughs> so, well, it's so, wet. <laughs> so I assume, based on Pokemon, 
Okay, so which one of these turns into the lady and which one turns into the Florida man? Oh, the, 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 the fire skunk is definitely the lady. Really? You think? Not uh, the Florida man? Uh, I was going to say Splacoon becomes uh, the lady. Mm -mm. Hmm. Splacoon's going to evolve into a white beater and a pack of marble. <laughs> <laughs> no, I think, I, think, I think Mossum is the one who turns into Florida man. Mossum is perfect forever. Don't you dare say anything bad about Mossum. <laughs> Mossum Mossum's third evolution, like it spawns the hat with a dubious flag on it and a shotgun. <laughs> oh no! That's really terrible. This is the worst timeline. A pearl of lightning, a dream from the future, a drop of poison, a swan song, play hyper demon. Hyper demon. Well, technically, the super mim. The hard M's recycling old bits right now because we're very tired and it's only like 30% his fault. God, no. <laughs> How big is Rex's body? I'm worried. <laughs> it just, just keeps going. wiggly all the way down. Yeah. Oh, no. Yeah. He fills up the space. Saraline. Timothy Fister is thankful for Chris plugging Mega May 18 years ago and for the GBPN's tremendous output. Happy Thanksgiving. Oh god, I did do that. That was so long ago. That was so yeah. long ago. I love that sprite of Wily. He he looks like he has a double chin, like he's Elmer Fudd. He looks close to Sigma with that big a chin. Uh, true. He looks yeah. like Gutsman is based on him. <laughs> he looks like he, if you turned his head upside down, it would look more like Sigma. I think. Yeah. Huh. I really like the idea of he's like, oh, this is this is great. What do you design Gutsman to look like? I made it to look like me. You don't. <laughs> Okay, sure. All right. Bearded Joe, Pleochrome, Krunglespum, Noodle. Lord Richter is back from Hueco Mundo. <laughs> Truly, Mexico is superior to Caria's plan. <laughs> <laughs> Became a Podlord just to brag about my circuit boards going on Artemis 1 and into fucking yeah. Congratulations. Congratulations. Also, congratulations on supporting us long enough to jump, jump, leapfrog the actual last pod lord. A Saints Row written by Randy Pitchford is now possible. God help us all. Thank you very much. Oh my God. To our pod lord. Like a huge breakdown. Thank you, pod lord. Thank you, pod lords. Thank you, pod lords. Thank you, pod lords. Even that last one. <laughs> if you'd like to become a pod lord, you can go to our Patreon at patreon.com slash gbpodcasts. For as little as $5 a month, you get access to many benefits, such as early access to Chugging Bleach and Pokemon Go to the Movies, our two monthly shows, where we review Bleach and the Pokemon movies. You also get extended versions of shows, like uh, Armchair Devs and Gamer Premonitions, when we don't have enough time in the actual show to say all those things. And you also get a Patreon-exclusive show one a month where you get to vote on what good or bad movie we have to watch and talk about. That's patreon.com slash gbpodcast. And if you don't have any money, you can always help us immensely to, to rate us on on Twitch because we have to do this on Twitch now because YouTube fucked everything up for no reason. They're <laughs> <laughs> uh, hosting sure us on Twitch before they remove that feature because Twitch is also bad. Uh, and liking this video if you're watching it on YouTube after the fact or if you're listening to this in your favorite podcast app, Leave us a favorable review. That's patreon.com slash gbpodcast. Yes, thank you very much, Podlords. We're now flying back into the big thing dimension. Uh, we got gamer news. Did you guys know we cover that? Whoa. Yeah. Gamers have news? That's something we do now. 
Oh my god. Gamer news. Uh, God. Okay, I'm getting the worst one in my opinion, and this is exclusively my opinion. I do not speak for my co-hosts out of the way right now. So, hey, guys. Hey. Phil Spencer went on a podcast and said something about being open to something about PlayStation and Call of Duty. Uh, I'm announcing right here, right now, that until there's something actual to report here, I'm done talking about Phil Spencer saying numerous conflicting statements on this. Mm-hmm. And then <laughs> Satya Nadella, the CEO of Microsoft, came out right before Big Think and needed to just go, hey, uh, just so you know, everyone, us acquiring Activision Blizzard is going to increase competition between publishers. What? They well, said their logic that. is their logic is probably we're fucking terrible and can't compete with Sony. If we get Activision, maybe we'll be able to do that. You being able to compete more does not mean the marketplace as a whole is more competitive. Fuck off. Uh, I wrote this into my news as, uh, so help me God, I'm trying to be a better man, but you are fucking testing me, Microsoft. Yeah, it's like... it's it's blatant at this point that Phil Spencer specifically has like some sort of pseudo Elon Musk esque brain disease where he constantly needs to be in the news cycle. Mm-hmm. It works. He has so, an equal amount of crazed fanboys. So just stop t- like in, unless it's actually something. No, I'm sorry, you're not getting on this fucking show, Phil. Okay, so we're moving on. I just needed that get out of the way. Anyways, hey guys, they announced and launched. Well, they now they launched. They announced it a while ago. The RTX 4080. I'm going to talk about some things about this graphics card. Its performance is good. It's better than a 3090 Ti even in a lot of cases, but its price is terrible. Mm. Uh, I watched a lot of different reviews and basically most of them, uh, the better ones uh, all did, came away with the idea of, hey, if you pay 30% more and you get 30% more performance, that's not progress. (laughs) That's not. And that's what we're accustomed to in the tech space. By and large, all of them said PC space, but I'm like, no, that's technology. Right. If the PS5 came out and it costs four times as much as your PS4 for four times the performance, that wouldn't be progress. That would be an insane high tier edition. But ignoring that for a moment, the performance is actually really good on this thing, uh, but it is way too much. It's like twelve hundred dollars. There's way too much for something that is not the absolute top tier product. Um, And in the weirdest thing they did. This is so bizarre. They use the exact same cool air and everything from the 4090. So despite being a really cut down device in comparison with way fewer cores. It's still fucking enormous and you can't fit it in anything. Reminder, my 4090 is the liquid cooled one Mm -hmm. because despite having this absolutely massive PC case, Mm -hmm. I cannot fit a normal 4090 in there. Mm -hmm. I can only barely fit it lengthwise. But then it would take up three PCI Express ports. They use the same one on that. So the thing doesn't even get that hot at all, ever. Remotely. Because it is just using this insane, super high-end cooler. That takes up way too much space. So I, it's, it's insane. It's a bad situation. The hope is that enough people will not buy these new GPUs. Or specifically the 4080. Because the thing is, people don't really... 
normally the normal product line is supposed to have a good value. And then the top tier, the Halo product is supposed to be a weird, insane scaling of money to performance that doesn't make sense. They did the reverse this time and they're screwing all the normal people. Meanwhile, the people who got the Halo product got performance to justify the money at all. So the hope is with the 4080 and the other lower tier ones, people don't buy the hell out of it. So that way, eventually, they will lower the prices and make much more sane products. Also, there's that new AMD GPU. Hopefully the drivers on that are good and the performance is there because they're not focused on ray tracing exclusively. They're just really orienting it towards normal raster performance in everything, but also it's better at ray tracing than the prior gen cards. Which, you know, is a worthwhile thing to point out because on these new NVIDIA GPUs, you can literally watch the uh, power draw kick up 20% or more in a ray tracing game compared to a completely frame-capped normal video game. So that means a huge amount of that card is just not getting used at all unless you're doing ray tracing. Yeah. So when you spend your budget silicon-wise on ray tracing in that way, that means, you know, for most of video gaming ever, you're not even utilizing that performance. As time goes on, I'm starting to think more and more AMD's approach is smart instead of thinking it's a lack of them having tensor core technology or anything else like that. You know, I would like a PS6 instead of having bespoke ray tracing hardware to actually just have an insane amount of performance in general that also was fairly good at ray tracing. Right, because you don't want to be shoehorned into, well, if we're not using this ray tracing, why are we even using this device? Like, like you're every leaving game the required. money on the table, yeah. Right. I mean, we're never going to hit a point where every game should require ray tracing. No, but, hopefully. But it would be really cool if next gen it's just like 120 is the new norm, bitches, unless you're ray tracing. <laughs> like that would be cool instead if we end up with bespoke hardware that just doesn't get used at all when you're not ray tracing right then you could end up in a case where it's like this gen isn't any better at normal games bitches uh but of course amd is already heading down that road so that looks good hopefully the pricing on the 4000 totally screws in video my news is done we are moving on bob go uh, Marvin the Martian's being added to multiverses. Really? Yeah. They announced this? They announced this. Where was the earth-shattering kaboom? I don't Fuck. know. <laughs> Where is the earth-shattering kaboom? That was such good news banter, Dan. Thanks, Agro. <laughs> it legitimately was. <laughs> I'm proud of you. Big fan of Marvin the Martian, by the way. <laughs> yeah, he's great. He's probably one of my favorite Looney Tunes. Oh, damn. Like, I think his design's really cool. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Uh, the first time I read that he'd put this in the news segment, my brain immediately went to the uh, Christopher Lloyd version of My Favorite Martian, and I was deeply confused for a moment. Oh, my God. Wow. But now I, I seriously want that in multiverses. Oh, my God. Um, he's and going- then Martian Manhunter. All the Martians, <laughs> they're all here. God, they, they could do that. It's Jesus. Martian March, baby. <laughs> uh, the, the, he's going to be in season two, but they haven't talked about when in season two. Okay. Because just like with the last season, they'll just be like, oh, these guys are all coming. They will be free and they will just show up at some point. Man, that's pretty cool. Unlike Gundam Evolution, I had to explain the dynamic of Gundam Evolution to a friend who came in from out of town. Where it's <laughs> like, you can't play as all of them. Yeah, I guess that they aren't free, but they're unlockable with currency that's totally achievable. That's feasible. Yeah. And that's the difference because right. Gundam Evolution it is not very feasible no. to unlock all of them within a reasonable amount of time. Mm. I, I like multiverses as uh, s- schemes. Like, it works out. It feels good at all. Mm-hmm. 
even still, I eventually fell off of that. But that, that you know, you might see a direct line between me falling off of that and Overwatch 2 coming out. Yes. And now it's just a bunch of new games. So it's like, I'll and, probably, and then I, Overwatch 2 fell off. Yeah, I will probably go back to this game eventually. Mm-hmm. Once yes. the things slow down. 100%. Yes. Uh, the next thing I got, uh, the Game Awards announced their nominees. Normally, I wouldn't even bring this up, but... Okay. He, he, before you say a word more. Okay. Before he said this, I thought, I thought, I was the ultimate level of jaded. Because I could tell something they said upset someone. I'm like, I don't give a fuck. <laughs> the Game Awards can't get any stupider, in my opinion. I thought they had done every dipshit thing possible. Yeah, that's why I didn't look into it. What happened? Bob, would you like to announce what blew, what rocked my fucking world? Edgar, do you want to guess what was uh, nominated (laughs) for best fighting game? Was it, was it Call of Duty? (laughs) It might as well have been. Yeah. They nominated. Was was it Gotham Knights? (laughs) It's basically as valid. They no- yes. they nominated Sifu. Yes, Sifu. Yeah, the martial best. arts action game. Single player. Single player action game for a fighting game. Hello, I- my name is the Game Awards, and it's my first day here in this country. I'm having a little trouble with certain idioms related to my industry. Okay. I note that this is a video game that has fighting in it. That is correct. That is a video game that has fighting in it. So what do you call that? An action game. <laughs> I was fishing I, for beat em up, but that works too. <laughs> it, it, like it's so silly to it, it's so silly to pretend that the Game Awards is anything, but that you, you ever seen that episode of Rick and Morty? Yes, I'm referencing Rick and Morty. Um, <laughs> oh, geez. Where where Jerry gets gets access to like the 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 whatever it it, it generates things based on his thoughts. Mm-hmm. No, it generates things based on his wife's thoughts. Uh, and, and he says something self-absorbed so that the machine just starts spitting out copies of Jerry that are all congratulating themselves. Uh-huh. <laughs> like, yep. at the best of times, that's all the Game Awards is and an excuse to show off some... It, it, it's a press show, basically. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. So, so, com- so complaining about the nominations is really stupid, but they really clocked out at four this time. <laughs> yes! yes. Yeah. They really did. Oh, yeah. the, where it's like, oh, what, what should be in this category? Elden Ring, Horizon, and God of War. What about this category? Elden Ring, Horizon, and God of War. What about this category? You know it's got to be Elden Ring, Horizon, and God of War. (laughs) Dude, it is so bad because here's the worst part. This is the part where once you understand this, every fucking time they gut punch you, it will feel sickening. From here on out, Jeff has made it so clear. He's like, guys, I don't make the nominees it's based on people in the journalism industry and what they send in oh my god that's (laughs) That's, so sad that's damning they did they need someone some supervisor (laughs) yeah we we, we wrote ronald mcdonald i'm just gonna (laughs) like i i I know that it's it's politicized and 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 fucking corporatized No, no no you're politicized with all its politics and corruption and shit in the movie industry. Mm-hmm. But I say we take a swing. We need an academy. We need somebody opening the letters going, no. I, I, I hate <laughs> to say that Jonathan Blow had a point. Oh, Especially yeah. nowadays, considering all the questions he's asking about he, things. He's just asking. <laughs> um, 
But when he said, no, the no game journalism is like if we if if the Oscar nominees for Best Picture every year were four Transformers movies. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. No, but, that's, but, that's but, fair. But mm-hmm. These nominees were really like you you know every story where Batman is like retired and busted, and you get that moment where he looks at the the suit in the tube and it like the reflection overlays with his face, and you know he's gonna put the suit back on again. Jeff Keeley did that with the Dorito Pope outfit this year. (laughs) (laughs) I need to see that. That would be really good. I would love that edit. But yeah, I like the Game Awards just because they are a press show that we get to see lots of new trailers and stuff for the next year. Mm -hmm. If it didn't have awards connected to it, it would be better. It would be a better presentation. It, it's like the, the, those reveals are the only reason it exists. Like nobody would watch it if they didn't exist. Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah. I, I feel like there's the capacity for this force to be a good positive force in the industry. But the problem is you maybe shouldn't take your input from a wide swath of game journalists if that's the intended goal. Mm-hmm. Because you've basically asked... We had a poll determine what the most delicious meal in North America is, and it turns out it's a happy meal. Thank you, our committee of 10-year-olds all across America for telling us what the tastiest food is. That's how it feels, Yeah, and this is the worst it's ever been about this. Yeah. It's just us looking at a thing going like, wow, if only this thing in modern society functioned the way it should. Oh, well, back to living in 2022. Yep. <laughs> Let's move on. Uh, Control 2 is announced. Mm. That's cool. Yeah, they, the, the, this is literally them being like, we got a deal signed with the publisher, which is 505 Games again. Mm-hmm. Uh, so this is super early in development, obviously. Yeah. <laughs> uh, they will be publishing it on... They who? P- uh, 505 will be publishing okay. it on PS5 and series consoles. Mm-hmm. But then Remedy themselves is going to publish PC version. They have exclusive rights to publish the version that runs well? Yeah. Oh, that's cool. <laughs> that's quite the grab for Remedy. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I believe they said the director of One's involved. They were not clear on how or how deeply. Yeah. I they didn't... got a comment from them and sound like they just greenlit this fucking project. Right? So this is like, here's a piece of concept art. It's kind of cool and interesting to get a direct sequel to a Remedy game. Yeah. Um, you don't get that all that often. It's like, what was it? The Alan Wake? Uh, what was it? Lip, what is the name of the DLC? American. Expansion? Is that American, American Nightmare? Dream. The American, American Dream. Nightmare. Hey, Chris. Farkas' name is Jamer- the Alan Wake thing. The DLC. Uh, American Nightmare. It's also okay. not a DLC. It's a standalone experience. Sorry. I also think it has completely different visuals and gameplay from the original Alan Wake. But that's like well, the not, only not, not time. Not completely different, but like notably different. That is the only time since Max Payne 1 and 2 that we got a very immediately, very directly a follow-up to a Remedy game. Before anyone who goes, well, did you know Control? And I'm like, no, no, no. <laughs> that's not what we're talking about. Um... So this is cool. Yeah. This is interesting. Like, I, that, that means 505 is a better force <laughs> in expanding the game industry than certain other publishers that will go unnamed during the segment. Yeah, I mean, I feel like Control was my favorite Remedy game since Max Payne. Mm-hmm. But I did skip Alan Wake, so. 
Also, he's a hater and he hates Iceman from the X-Men, so he can't stand Quantum Break. <laughs> That's not why he can't stand Quantum Break. That it's is, all about the gameplay, honestly. That is definitely why he can't stand Quantum Break. <laughs> Shit, man. I, 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 how can you even judge Quantum Break before you run it on a 4090? Right? That's obviously, that the was the intended purpose. That is use case. It is not the same video game. <laughs> I played that on the Xbox One. That is not the same at all. <laughs> I'm getting headshots easily. <laughs> Anyways, I think this is cool. I'm excited. Yeah, no, Control 2 should be exciting. Very. <laughs> Smash cut to the future. Bob's like, it's not exciting. Weird. What's happening? <laughs> Spoiler cast. Control 2 is not exciting. <laughs> and my last piece of news, mm-hmm. Ikumi Nakamura, that's the... Uh, one of the creators behind... Ghostwire Tokyo that left before the game came out and came she, on E3 stage. I mean, but she she's was, been involved in tons of things. She was the director of Ghostwire. She was the creative director, I believe. Right. Like, and that that yeah, that's that's a level of like really high up status mm-hmm. that needs to be underscored before you know blew up as an online personality and then left. Right. This is great to work for. Plus, <laughs> you know, she got a lot more leverage, I bet, by being recognizable. Mm-hmm. So what's up with Ikumi? Uh, she started a fundraising project on Volume, which is a book publishing thing, kind of l- like a Kickstarter, but for books, it seems like, uh, where she's making a book about urban exploration with pictures and a manga in it as well. Because apparently she's a big urban explorer and has been taking photos for like the past 10 plus years. Okay. And it looks pretty cool. I, I take a look at it now. It's called Project Urb EX. Wait, well, URB. Urbex, like urban exploration. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, but that looked pretty neat. It was interesting to see. And she goes all over the world. So it's got like, they said America, uh, Taiwan, Japan, I think Brazil, like several other. Er- Sorry, you're a gamer saying Brazil. You have to say it exactly like the Street Fighter 2 ta- stage select where it's like Brazil. <laughs> okay. It's authentic. Uh, but that, yeah, that looks cool. Yeah. Looks interesting. We're gonna go to aggro. You got it? Uh, I got a little bit. A little bit. Uh, Larian Studios, the people who have been making Baldur's Gate three forever. Forever. Has <laughs> <laughs> said that it's on track to actually be out uh, in twenty twenty three. We're getting like patch nine before the end of the year. We're not sure what's in it yet. Patch eight had bards, so. It's, oh, oh it, so it's early access. It has been in early yes. access since like 2020. Wow. It, they like put it out with two classes and they're like, play it. Play it for us it, so we can test it and finish it. It's been really, this has been one of the funniest early access things because it's like, when are you going to put on this popular thing? And they say, at the end, because if we put it in now, you wouldn't fucking test anything else. <laughs> <laughs> that is so smart. <laughs> Yeah, it's it's like it's been wh- a why aren't ride. why aren't any of the good like the the good aligned companions in yet? Because you motherfuckers won't pick the evil ones if the good ones are there. We got to test the evil ones. They've been making a giant D and D game, and they've been slowly piecemealing it out a little at a time to make sure it all is stable and works together and there's no oh fuck we have to rebuild the entire game because we didn't think of this one thing in our giant complex mega rule structure thing i have been waiting so long to play this fucking game it looks so awesome you know, you know what's great just looking at this game and knowing 
I, I can run that on something that'll run it well. Because <laughs> when, when it was first announced, I'm like, I have no idea. <laughs> <laughs> Not a fucking clue. Mm-hmm. But I'm actually really excited for this. It's, it's one of those games, like, graphically, you know, it looks good, but what's really going to fuck your system right. is, like, uh, throw that barrel and it just has to check 800 <laughs> million different things. How does the barrel feel right now is something it's calculating <laughs> and you did not even know. So I'm excited to finally play that fucking game. <laughs> Local man, very excited to finally play fucking game. Moving on. Mm-hmm. Uh, oh, this 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 one was just for me. Um <laughs> Uh, I'm going to try really hard with this name because uh, I've never seen it before. Okay. Sharon Tal Iguado. Okay. Sure. That's my swing. That's what I'm seeing. Uh, who is described on the internet as a senior media executive. Okay. Which my brain just scans that as unfireable person. <laughs> Fair. Uh, she was apparently like uh, one of the bigger producers on the Rings of Power series. She mm-hmm. did some stuff with The Walking Dead. She's one of those people who moves money into projects. Right. Okay. She has started a game studio uh, oh. with mm-hmm. a bunch of money from Netties and a few other people, like like a big seven-figure money push from a bunch of different people. Okay. Uh, <laughs> called Astrid Entertainment. They, they they say they've got a bunch of uh, industry veterans who've worked on AAA things, and you know they're not telling us who. Uh, I went to the website. There's nothing on it except the the name of the company. I I only put this in news because I wanted to read her statement about the kind of projects they're going to pursue. Okay, or are already pursuing. It's unclear. Astrid is building its first fantastical interactive world grounded in rich lore, environmental world building, and system design to encourage the emergence of multiplayer stories. Players will evolve worlds differently based on their actions and choices. They will get to explore the world, go on adventures, meet its fascinating characters, learn new skills, collect and share resources, all whilst building new bonds that grow and evolve over time. Oh no. We're making a video game. Wow. That's all that fucking said. <laughs> this With multiplayer. This was, I think that's the only thing we really got confirmed. <laughs> this was some straight up perfect stream of consciousness executive speak. It's like, all right, I made this big ass TV show. Now I'm going to go make big ass video games. Give me a shit ton of money. Hey, you, secretary, take this down. <laughs> yeah. I mean,. I think the possibility for something like this to work does exist. It's not being worked on by Microsoft. So that gives this sort of a, pro- a project a buff. They're probably hiring people, not contracting them. That helps. Maybe. Maybe. <laughs> Maybe. <laughs> we, once again, literally know nothing. Yeah, right? Right? Shit, man, we know more about the fucking uh, post-Days Gone reunion game. Oh, my God. Than this, and honestly, if I were to bet on one of the two coming out, I'd probably bet on that first. Mm, no, it's involving I'm... two leads who this, have shipped a game ever. This says net well, this on might. It. We we don't know who works there. That's true. There could right. be infinite leads. It could be those two. It could, in fact, then be them too. We don't know. I'm just saying we, we don't have any track record at any level. No, just the days gone things feels like a thing made to not ever release anything. Like explicitly for that. It seems like a thing designed to pump funding out of fucking morons that'll probably get shifted heavily to become something else before it ships broken and hollow. 
And unlike that, uh, this Astrid Entertainment Company has endless potential. So, right. no, its powers could be maximum. We don't actually know. Right? I, I look forward to learning anything about this. <laughs> Stay tuned. Local man excited to learn anything about video game he just read press release for. Uh, so Bandai Namco had a had an earnings call. Which is apparently where we learn things these days because nobody knows how to put a fucking show together. Uh, and it, depending on what medium you're in, toy seller conventions don't really break news like they used to. Yeah. Uh, they're apparently planning to launch Tekken 8 in 2023 sometime after March. Yes, my original guess is spot on that we were way closer <laughs> than I was afraid of. I was like, yeah, I bet this is a thing because, you know, they showed it. Right. They actually showed gameplay. Right. They showed it running and obviously it's using Unreal again. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. There was the hope that it was like, oh, it's going to it's going to be soon, isn't it? That's awesome. Yeah. God, next next year is going to be really good for fighting games. uh, For games. Uh, Breath of the Wild 2 and that alone is enough for me to just be like, "Mm, this is good. This is good soup. That and Street Fighter 6. Hmm. Hmm. Man, dude, the the farther we get from seventh gen, the better things just isn't that continue weird. Continue to get. Ah. <laughs> it's almost like it was a blight on humanity. Well, to be fair, Capcom tried to throw you off the trail with Marvel vs. Capcom Infinite. And you're like, but this is eighth gen, and they're like, are you sure anymore? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Put on the soul sucking rig. Well, see, see, Disney was involved, and movies and TV are currently in their seventh gen phase. They absolutely are. Yeah. Yup. Good lord. Well, that's it for agro news. We now head to Chris for the news. Chris. Uh, so Bethesda clapped back on Mick Gordon. Uh, it was basically them going nuh-uh and using sarcastic quotes in a fucking press statement. Yeah, I liked how they said they'd release documentation that would disprove things he said, and they did not do that. <laughs> Some straight up, like, my pillow guy shit. <laughs> we can uh, honestly, refute it if we have to in a very specific context. Uh, okay. Isn't that context, like, right now as you say this? <laughs> Absolutely not. Oh, okay. Well, well, shit. I guess I'm clueless. God, that's insane. It yeah, honestly I'm, comes off like Mark Marty Stratton wrote it. It does. <laughs> I just this all they had to do is take any of the countless points of data and rebut any of them. Yeah, even one. Even one would be enough to help build doubt. But they didn't. They also like I'm going to be blunt Trying to cry about Mick Gordon very specifically honing in on Marty Stratton and Bethesda leadership and saying, do not, like, I loved working with all the actual developers. They're a great team and you shouldn't hold this against that game. Taking that and saying, he started a harassment campaign against us when part of Mick Gordon's thing is, Marty Stratton's post sent so many fucking people after me because he blamed me for every single thing wrong with multiple projects. Yep. That's fucking disgusting, and whoever wrote that should be ashamed of themselves. Yeah. Yeah, it's absolutely absurd. (sighs) 
Mo moving on, uh, Sonic Frontiers will receive free content updates for one year. Cool. So, so costumes and stuff is 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 my my assumption. Yeah, they and put maybe that Monster Hunter one like this week. Yeah, <laughs> it was great. So, so apparently I'd... they're gonna want stuff like that, and maybe they'll do some other things. Who knows? I finally typed in the code for my soaps from fucking Sonic Adventure two. So I was like, well, why would I wear those when I could be a weird animal for Monster Hunter? <laughs> Cover myself in cool pelts and things. Like, let me do that instead. And then Bob was like, hey, that looks hideous. I'm like, thanks. Uh, well, I'm wearing it. <laughs> like an 8-bit tie. <laughs> when, when are they adding an 8-bit tie to Sonic Frontiers? <laughs> I don't know. I, I get I, no idea. Uh, Witcher 3's next-gen update will be December 14th. Please. Please. You couldn't wait until, like, March? No. It had to be right now, really? Please. You know what was really cool, Agro? See, when they first announced they were doing a next-gen Witcher update, I was like, man, I hope that run runs well on anything I own. <laughs> I was like, ah, oh, it's too bad. I own the PC version. And then someone was like, well, that's com it's coming to PC, too, and it's going to add ray tracing. And I'm like, oh, shit! Oh, my God! I'm winning, everyone! No, I, uh... They really should have put this out. <laughs> That's December, please. Oh, yeah. Didn't they announce something about uh, Cyberpunk as well, Dan? Oh, my God. I forgot. Did to, they? I forgot to bring this up. They didn't announce it. That was the most <laughs> fucked up part. <laughs> the most fucked up part is I'm just watching Digital Foundry and they're like, uh, in version 1.61, 1. Uh, they completely redid the temporal anti-aliasing, throwing their terrible in-house solution away, replacing it with our, uh, FSR 2.1. The game now looks way higher res, despite not actually being higher res. It's way sharper. And I'm like, I could just beat that game. <laughs> what the hell is wrong with them? Looks and like my console, strategy so. to wait until the next, that expansion they're doing is the correct option. Yep. Right? You, you did it right. <laughs> it's so insane because uh, here, are, here are two reasons I could never expect this. One, this is predicated on me knowing, like speculating this from my perspective, is predicated on me knowing that their in-house temporal anti-aliasing is bad. Right. And that they would be the second game ever to toss in FSR 2.1 on console. First game ever. Scorn. <laughs> Scorn. God, that got nominated for something at the Game Awards. Of course it did. It's an important game. Microsoft showed it, so it's an important game. <laughs> Where's my chores repre representation? I know that was December, but you guys don't include stuff from December. Come on. Jeez. Anyway. I'm, I'm excited for that Witcher update. I'm really glad it's coming to PC, too. I thought they yeah, were just going to Yeah, I'm really... Uh, I, I'm excited. They, yeah, I, they, also, they also said, like, basically said, like, we're stealing the mods people really like. <laughs> that's how you do it yeah at least they're saying that instead of bethesda which does it <laughs> right well yeah i've been holding off on playing this game for years so this is my first experience was it will be the next gen updated one yeah by the way my pc version came from bob yeah i got i got my playstation <laughs> version for like five dollars <laughs> this is great that's this also is the way how i got mine this is how every CD Projekt Red game should be experienced. We should just get it for $5 at some point in time, and then they make it way better. And they're going to do that shit where they crank the price up on PS5 for The Witcher 3 to, like... Oh, probably. Oh. I see it's already, like, back up to 40 or 50 or something. Really? I think so. Wow. That's nutty. 
uh, Lionsgate has acquired the feature adaptation rights of the Sega video game Streets of Rage. Uh, Derek Kolstad, uh, who writes John Wick, is writing and producing. Cool. I thought that they talked about this like a few weeks ago. Maybe I'm crazy. Uh, I thought that was more than a few weeks ago. I thought that was months ago at this point. Maybe it was just talks and now it's confirmed. Do you think Lionsgate is brave enough to put out like a major American film that says you can't rely on the police? All you can trust are your fists? Yes. Actually, they might be. God, this... This could be really good if they actually go through with it. But it's a video game movie, so I'm not going to get too much my hopes up. Yeah, right. I, I never get my hopes up. To, it's impossible to get your hopes up. I do, just, do you think it'd be set in the 80s or 90s? Or do you think they'd be doing it modern day? It, I, 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 I trust them to understand the assignment. Mm-hmm. You know what? They might actually make it like cyberpunk sort of setting, like Blade Runner. Lots of rain, lots of pavement. That would also work. Yeah, yeah, because because some of the some of the levels in uh, Streets of Rage 2 get really weird involving alien shit. Oh, yeah, they go into just, oh, here's an 80s movie you liked. Yeah. And it's, yeah, it's that cool. So, right. So, of yeah. course, as a movie, you just put it in in Blade Runner. Mm-hmm. Right. But no, that would be really good. They need to cast Axel really carefully. I need him to be like some total beefcake. <laughs> yes. That's important. So did like should should he have the the drive jacket on when they cast him for Axel? Or? No, 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 no. He needs to be way more physically intimidating in a way that he can't wear a jacket. And if it is, it must be torn. He must be buff as fuck. I go to Hugh Jackman, but I know I shouldn't. <laughs> it's a, how tall is Hugh Jackman? I feel like he's, he's too really short. Tall. I, is he's he? like six one or something. Is he? People complain about him being way too tall from Wolverine. Okay. Hmm. Maybe then. I mean, here's the thing. I'm, I'm, I'm just like I think Ryan Gosling should play every character. I also think Hugh Jackman should. So, like, <laughs> I, I, I try to not if, vote, vote, verbalize that. I try to not vocalize that. You know, if Dolph Lundgren was much younger, it would be great. He could be a bad guy. <laughs> he could. He could be like Absolutely. a Mr. He could be like a Mr. X or something. I don't know. You guys are way more optimistic about this movie. Than of, of course, of course. Of course. So I, I heard beat him up adaptation. I'm like, oh, it's it's going to be Kmart Scott Pilgrim. This is going to be awesome. Uh, no, there's no way. Uh, it's a script by the John Wick guy. Cool. And, and Edgar Wright's directing. I don't know what this means anymore. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know how you combine these two. That doesn't make sense. Don't worry. We brought we, we fired him halfway through and brought in David Fincher for some reason. Hmm. Let's talk about something really, really fucking funny. Yep. <laughs> NetEase, who publishes and runs Blizzard's games, all of Blizzard's games in China, did not renew their agreement with them, so all of Blizzard's shit shuts down in China January 23rd. All of it. How the hell does this happen? Why does from this happen? We, yeah, from what know. we know now, there it's, it seems to be that the because because insiders have been extremely fucking vague. It seems to be that one dude at Blizzard pissed off someone at Netties. <laughs> because insiders were like, "It's weird how much how much damage one jerk can do." 
let's let's look at the timeline. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> May goes into Overwatch jail. Mm-hmm. They plan to release her on the fifteenth. Mm-hmm. Something goes wrong. She's still in Overwatch jail, even though they release a ten dollars skin for her. Today, she gets out of Overwatch jail, and all of Blizzard's games get turned off in China. Now, I'm I'm not saying <laughs> that that's connected at all. I'm just asking questions. <laughs> Agro is his Siri crafting. He's right to ask these questions. But China is Blizzard's biggest market, so uh huh, yeah, this yeah. is not good for them. No, that's that's bad. It's the opposite of good. That's true. I've looked into that before. That is a factual statement. They're going to need South Korea to start picking up a lot more units. (laughs) (laughs) Jesus. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know how that happened. (laughs) Yeah. Uh, Dead Island 2 is delayed until April 28th. Ah! So <laughs> the cycle continues. Yeah. Sure, April twenty eighth. So, uh-uh. so what you're telling me is <laughs> that the Switch Two might ship first. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, if it gets delayed again, because I'm still putting the Switch Two at May. You know, May when Breath of the Wild Two ships. Hmm. Hmm. <laughs> and uh, lastly. Uh, there's this company called Volition. They made the new Saints Row reboot. Uh, it didn't lose money, but it didn't make very much money at all, and basically nobody liked it. Uh, in response, Embracers is sending them to the Randy dimension. Volition made Red Faction. Yes. Uh huh. I'm so upset at them. <laughs> Red Faction is in the Saints Row universe. Or I guess it's backwards. Saints Row is in the Red yes. Faction universe. God. But it's just so upsetting to set the people who made Red Faction's gearbox. Yeah. Uh, yes, I, I need to actually explain what it is. They are moving Volition from under Deep Silver to under Gearbox. And they're really trying to frame this as like, this is not because that game bombed. I'm like, you're replacing all the management, essentially. Of course it is. Oh, so, but is Gearbox still owned by Embracer? I don't, they yeah, are. There have been so many acquisitions, I forgot. That's fair. Yeah, they're not, they're not being sold. They're just being moved to now Gearbox manages Volition. They're being lobotomized. Huh. And I, I cannot stress how unfair this is for me. Man who was hoping a good red faction was just over the horizon. <laughs> I don't know why you would think that. Because I'm hopelessly optimistic for the sake of red faction. Right? Like, like I, I feel that. I mean, I don't feel that. I feel that for you. Oh, okay. I feel you feeling that. Yeah. On, on, on the other side, my insane hope is like, you, you mean the guys who made Red Faction might be in charge of making some shit for the next Borderlands? God damn it. Hmm. They get to make the vehicles. Like, I'm, I'm telling you, those games just get better on a, on a 45. The last, God. the last Red Faction was that really terrible one where you hit buildings and entire uniform pieces of them came off, right? Firstly, that game's awesome. Secondly, no, it was the the game with the gun that reversed time so a bridge could appear. And that's why that one sucks. <laughs> because it doesn't cool ha- it doesn't have cool structural physics. I I insist the reason we didn't get a cooler, more different 
faction, red faction, last gen, is because the CPUs in these consoles were fucking potatoes. You couldn't do a larger scale simulation than Gorilla. Mm -hmm. It was like, oh, we got these next gen consoles. We can do it. Time. Yeah. Right over that. It's about time we try that again. But no. Jesus. Armageddon. Yeah. Uh, Embracer announced a bunch of shit. Um, (sighs) Yeah, that was just a knife in this fucking haystack full of needles. It was basically like, uh, we're going to move things around and might spin off studios and might combine studios. We we own so many fucking pieces. (laughs) Right. Uh, they signed a six-year deal with a mystery partner to do fucking something, make multiple games. I don't know who or why. <laughs> Wouldn't that just be Microsoft? I don't think it's Microsoft. Yeah. Who do we know that's new on the scene and being tight-lipped about what they're currently working on? <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> a strid I, entertainment! <laughs> I think it would be funny if it was if it was Sony and it's just like, and Sony's just like we don't we don't want to do backwards compat make Unreal 4 remakes of literally everything we've ever done. <laughs> we'll ship them slowly over six years. I'm I'm so stupid because that got me so excited. <laughs> We're gonna start with siphon filter. <laughs> We're gonna make an ape escape that runs well. And I'm like, oh my god. <laughs> yeah. History's first. Yeah, somebody's gonna make an ape escape. Shut the just... fuck up. Shut the fuck up. Stop <laughs> laughing at me. You stop laughing at me right now, motherfucker. I fucking hate you. <laughs> Uh, Ooh, I'm a Ratchet and, and Clank fan. It's so fucking easy oh, being me. I'm still so full. <laughs> you fucking piece of shit. Oh, I could go in a movie theater and see a bad movie based on my thing, but at least my thing exists, Dan. Fucking it, it was It Look. was really funny. It was really funny where you and Bob played every Sony first party 3D platform and were getting mad like, Agro was right. He was always right. Yeah, no, it was, it was it was of 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 the three big fifth or sixth gen platformers um, from Sony. You know, Jack, Ratchet, Spy. Wait, no, Sp- wait, wait, Sp- Sly, Sly, Spy. That's his name, right? Slyro. <laughs> I felt like yeah, Ratchet and Clank really was the best one of those, and it was really really good. I hate. Thinking that Agro's right, like, yeah. like this, you, you don't understand what it was like going to high school with Agro. You don't understand how much I don't want to go. You were right. You have good taste. <laughs> That's like one of the worst things in the world. You could have to be forced to say to someone, "You were right," and you have good taste. I'm seeing in chat, uh, Ratchet greater than Sly, greater than Jack. Bob, how do you feel about that 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 order? I mean, that's just right. Like Jack <laughs> is bad. Well, what if I told you they were doing the PC decompilations completely backwards to that order? Like, I, I don't have a problem dumping on Jack, uh, but I, I wouldn't, even I wouldn't say that shit in front of a Sly fan because they all carry knives. Wait, wait, that you wouldn't say that Sly was worse than Ratchet because they carry knives? Mm-hmm. That's, that was fair. Yeah, Sly fans. That's not to say Sly is bad. No, like in no, no world, Sly is pretty good. Mm-hmm. However, I believe the cutoff is right. Right below that, where Bob might say some things about Jack. <laughs> Jack has an okay game, a terrible game, and then a pretty good game. And then a racing game, which ran like that ass is, originally. That is 15 but... hours long. I don't know. All you have to do is push the final boss out of bounds. <laughs> God, that was, that was such a good fucking moment. How, they how, they, how they is, structured been... the... <laughs> 
they start doing we, we this insanely it. long race you do against the final boss of Jack X. And I'm like, Bob, I could physically move this motherfucker. If we do the bridge jump and I just... And then it just... In one frame of an explosion, cutscene starts, I beat the game. So you do it. We need, so we need... We need the third one where Dan can drown a third villain. <laughs> right? Ratchet Games, they let me become overpowered and they went, good job, you used the systems of the game to win. Every other video game's like, oh no, you can't trick me. God, we did something recently that was similar to the Drown the Wish moment. It was pretty Drown the Wish core. What was it? Because I think I was playing... Was it when you chain froze the guy in Gotham Knights? Yeah. yeah. Yeah, it's when you went Abby on his ass, like yeah, just doing the golf club game. swing just... over and over. That was so busted. Yeah, what a busted fucking. Anyway, what what else and the, is? And the final thing, uh, <laughs> Risk of Rain, the IP. Gearbox just fucking bought it from the devs. That's weird. Hmm. You think none they're... of the devs? It's not even a joint thing. The devs are all being like, "We're not working on it anymore." Huh? Weird. I hope they got a shitload of money. I, so do I. Because uh, I, I wouldn't fucking trust Gearbox to not fuck that franchise up. Yeah, but I guess if you're just done, you get enough money from it. I guess that works. Right? It's like it's the worth Wordle guy, note- like just getting out. <laughs> yeah. It's worth noting that um, I, I have a sneaking, I, I now have a sneaking suspicion that Embracer might be very stupid. <laughs> okay because 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 part of this earnings thing was tiny tina's wonderland's way overperformed our expectations which has this energy of like so we're gonna put everything under gearbox oh no that would be terrible if that ends up the case i mean you, when you're a big enough corporation that's kind of how you, you operate yeah. yeah look at the metric respond to the metric yeah even if it makes literally no sense it's like you can't do that to every game you own that's not how this works. There's no, not enough sure. people there to manage it. There's not enough. That tone does not have the reach you think it does. No, you remember when Destiny came out and it was popular? Well, then we made every, every, every video game. Every video game is Destiny. And it worked just fine. Remember? The industry just expanded at 25% year over year for the quarter forever. Yeah, that's how it worked. Definitely. Um, the Destiny's ever been profitable for anyone. And Destiny formula worked for anyone else ever. It's. <laughs> I was talking about this on Twitter earlier, but it is funny how like between eighth, between seventh and eighth gen, everybody's sales tripled. Yeah, things got a lot better in eighth gen. That's for sure. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but uh, that 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 that's all the news. Okay. Well, well, I guess it's time to talk about what we're doing next. Tomorrow, not even 24 hours from right now, Bob and I will be playing Binary Domain. <gasps> My God. <laughs> Seventh Gen Wonderland began at random. <laughs> you can't predict it. <laughs> what is that? Is that carnival music? <laughs> We've been assured this game is good. We have. And with the power of the Xbox Series X, it sure is running at 60 frames per second from what I've seen. It's very exciting. As I understand it, the people behind Yakuza may or may not be involved. 
Right? Wait, what? I, th I thought we were definitely involved. I don't know. I don't know. I didn't confirm it. Did you confirm it? I'm pretty sure I did at some point. You were like, I'm going to look up all these names. I didn't fucking do it. We that. got a mystery on our hands now. Yeah. Who knows? Hmm. We might are, get some really you, good performances. Are you, are you are you asking if the Yakuza team was involved with binary domain? Yeah, I didn't. About to I ruin didn't the mystery? It, it, it was developed by the exact, by the, the, the studio, yes. Right, right, right. And has the same director. I trust you. Like JJ Abrams taught us nothing. Uh, aside from that, uh, I hear a Pokemon game's coming out in like uh, three hours and 46 minutes. <laughs> so uh, I'm going to be playing that, and we will be playing that as a stream on Monday for Pokemon Days. Some sort of Poke Mondays. Some sort of Poke Mondays all at once, multiple <laughs> colliding into yes. the stream. I am excited for that game. This is the last moment I get to be completely ignorant of what's in it mm -hmm. and just be like, that game is probably going to be really cool. I don't know shit about it. I didn't look up any starter shit. This is great. Three hours, 46 minutes. I made it. Unless one of you assholes wants to get blocked. <laughs> Uh, Agro, what do you got going on in the next week? I just have no idea. Uh, I'm, I'm going to be dog-sitting at my mother's place, so oh, okay. I've got to move a couple of consoles, and for the love of God, I hope I beat God of War tonight. <laughs> Will the endless game end? <laughs> you could probably be in line and be like, I'm not doing any more of these side quests, but then no, you'd be the depriving your... the side quests your... are so good! <laughs> I know! I gotta, I gotta eat the eggs! The eggs I are just there! I paid for the eggs! I love fighting everything in this game. And there's I know there's at least nine more berserkers I have to fight. Hey Chris, what are you doing in the next week? Uh I'm trying to try and fucking finish this endless video game. <laughs> I'm sure at some point I'll stream something, but I I'm not sure what. I you just, again I I I just I just wing it. You just boot it up and it just starts making the Bowser infinite staircase sound. You're like, wait a minute, why isn't it ending? Where's the game ending? How do I get Kratos to backwards long jump? <laughs> God, that would be really good to see that animation applied to Kratos. Ooh. He has to he has to do it using the blades of chaos. He like throws them behind him into the ground and uses it to launch. Yeah, there are uh, there are some leaping animation I could see doing that, which would be great. That would be so good. Anyways, that's gonna do it for this week's big think. See you guys later. For listening to this episode of Big Thing Dimension. This was only possible because of your incredible support over at patreon.com slash GB podcast, where you've helped us run this podcast network for almost four whole years. Thank you so much. Any sane person would have stopped by now, and your support makes us crazy. I guess the, the, the answer to that question was very binary. It was made by them. <laughs>